I supposed to be franchise player, and we're here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, man. You guys are listening to Everybody Has an Opinion, a real sports show brought to you by real everyday people. We're in the studio. We're having a great time. This has been a crazy week in sports, whether you're talking about politics, whether you're talking about sports in general, like the the way the NFL went last week. Every team you thought wasn't going to win went around and did win. It was crazy. We got a lot to talk about. But listen, man, I'm fortunate enough to be in this studio right now with my brothers, man. I got Brandon on my left. What's going on? What's going on? I got Jason right in front of me. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, we got we got DeAndre in the studio. How y'all doing? Right y'all now, doing? But, yeah, guys, we got a great show lined up. I mean, listen, it's it's gonna be a little tough to kind of talk about everything because there's just so much that happened this week. I mean, unless you slept under a rock, you know, listen, everybody has been talking about sports this week. Whether you are in the world of sports, in the White House. In another country, whether you're in elementary school, college, don't matter. Everybody's been talking about what players should do, what they shouldn't do. NBA's talking about NFL. NFL's talking about any NBA. White House talking about NBA and NFL. Forgetting about Puerto Rico. It's crazy what's happened this week. So before we jump into all that, though, how are you guys doing? I'm doing wonderfully. Eh. I'm all right, man. What I'm, you I'm mean? good. I'm good. You good? You good? I mean, Monday night was just it. It just carried over. I'm still feeling the effects. I'm just so <laughs> <laughs> this cowboy guy. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this guy even went to the same high school. <laughs> man, man. So... And, and remember, those high school colors was blue and gray. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And um, oh. if you remember what the Cowboys wear, I just want to throw that out there. You uh-huh. know, so you know, it you, was destined. It was destined. It was destined. Okay. Hold up, man. I think the shot's like fixed on me, guys. We need we need some camera work here. I feel special, but you know. Anyways, guys, what I'm talking about is we're live, by the way. So if you're listening to the show on yopartner.com, you can also watch it live just by jumping on Facebook. I mean, for those of you that are listening, you probably know Brandon. You probably know myself. You probably know Jason. So, you know, jump on and check out the show. We are live streaming it. You can hear us. You can see us. You can get a feel for what we do every single Wednesday right here at you know, Studio 510, you know, um, so what, okay, let's, let's jump into this. Cause we got a lot to talk about. It, it's going to be a little, you know, tough to kind of get everything like we trying to mention, but we've already been discussing, you know, politics and sports. We've already talked about it. We talked about it with Jamel Hill. We talked about it with Colin Kaepernick. We talked about it with the, the, the clip we played with Mike Vick. You know, we, we, we've been talking about it on the show, but now it's yeah. like, everybody's on this now. And it's interesting to see how people are kind of reacting to what happened. But basically what happened was um, last week, I think it was Friday, if I'm not mistaken, at a rally in Alabama, the current sitting president of the United States, you know, basically referred to NFL players who chose to peacefully protest as you know, I guess it's a podcast because as sons of bitches, <laughs> they said he, he he just stood in front of a crowd of people and just outright called them that just because of their peaceful protest, you know, stating about, you know, disrespecting the flag, disrespecting the country. I would hope we wouldn't have to insult the intelligence of our listeners to even insinuate whether or not this was about the flag or not. We know this isn't about the flag. We understand that's a diversionary tactic. We understand that's what we call deflection, Absolutely. you know, so we don't we're not going to take 
take too much time to kind of talk about that. If you're at that, if you're the type of person who still thinks that this is about the flag, even after Colin Kaepernick met with Nate Boyer and talked about why they should, why he, instead of sitting, he should kneel out of respect for the military and all the lives that were lost. Like right. if, if, if you don't even know that simple backstory, you're kind of not even qualified to have an opinion about this particular topic. So you probably should just sit down. But right, right, if right. you do know about that, let's talk about this for a second, man. Like how, how were they, how were they supposed to take that? <laughs> if you was in the NFL, right. How are you supposed to take that? Like, is that just something you, t- you know, traditionally speaking, when the president talks about you, usually most people are just kind of like, that's an L. You just take it. Like, like what you about to do to the president? But now right. it's kind of like everybody got something to say, you know, from LeBron James calling him a bum to, you know, well, that right. was for something different. <laughs> that was for something different. But, but similar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same guy. Same, yeah, same, same tactics. Same situation, you know. So talk to me, like, what when you guys saw that, and um, I guess to fast forward, because we don't really, I mean... We don't need to talk about how you felt. I mean, you already, you don't, we don't expect more from Trump. This is not like, this isn't, this I do. isn't, you do? I expect more. You thought he wouldn't go that low? No, I, you, you know, it's almost like saying, do you think a rapist would be a murderer? And do you think a murderer could be a serial murderer? Okay. And do you think a murderer could chop up bodies and put them in a refrigerator? Like, how far do you think a sick person can go? Yeah, and I, mean, I think it's as far as you let them. Okay. I, I think what Brandon is saying is like, it's not that he could do more. We, we kind of shocked he didn't go lower. I mean, he's been lower. He's said yeah, worse. I feel like he said worse than this. So, I Absolutely. mean, like, this, this is, to, to me, this is nothing. I mean, he riled up a crowd at a rally before to attack a person that was there, you know, to, to get that son of a out of here. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not beneath a Donald Trump. It's Correct. N- and that's why I think the only thing that shocked me. The only thing that got me, there's uh, 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 an owner for a team I, I so happen to like that donated to Trump's campaign mm-hmm. that, you know, has made statements hoping his players would never be a part of the protest that was on a knee Monday night. Yeah, even that, even that, you know, that's kind of where I wanted to go with this. The reaction that we saw from the NFL, do you guys feel like it was a sincere, you know, testament to unity and having an understanding? Not even for, a little you bit. Know, yeah, not you even know. a little bit. It was it was seriously an entire organization telling the White House who the f- you think you talking to. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, I just hope the message doesn't get lost. It's been lost. The, the, the message that Kaepernick sent out and was protesting about from last year i feel like it's been diluted now with all the antics and everything going on now so looking at what happened on sunday and monday night yeah it was nice to see everybody unify for one thing but like you just said it was more about f you to the white house and not for the original stance. And that's the issue because it shows how much that message has gotten lost. Because every time you talk about it, you have to reiterate Colin Kaepernick's original message. If the message had not gotten lost, we probably wouldn't even be talking about the flag and anthem. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right about that. Um, the crazy thing about it is if you, if you look at the crawl on a CNN or MSNBC, it says NFL players protest anthem 
that's the that's the story everybody's getting. So if you don't watch sports, if you don't know anything about Colin Kaepernick or or anybody else for that matter, that's the message that you get, and it's the wrong message for the masses to have about something so important in terms of inequality and and police brutality. The, the thing I would like to say, and I was um, hoping that Chris didn't start it off that way, but it's all good. My bad. No, no, you're good. You're good. I was I was more so hoping that you know you kind of asked us how we felt, but we we've already kind of went over that. But really, what I wanted to say was, do you guys remember the movie ATL? Yeah. 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 All right. Um, you remember when Bubba Gump, you know, had his moment as a as an uncle, and he told Ti, you know, basically, I'm paraphrasing. I, I don't remember the actual quote. What? There's a difference between what you feel and what's real. Okay. And he wanted him to know the difference between those two things. Mm-hmm. That was a pivotal point in the movie. Um, T.I. was in his feelings. I think it was after he broke up with Nunu, and he kind of told him, like, uh, uh, After his brother got arrested. I remember what Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. So my point in saying that is the fact that white people. Okay. There's a difference between how you feel and what's real. How you feel right now is Colin Kaepernick and others that are showing support or kneeling or locking arms is disrespect to the flag. Real disrespect to the flag is actually in black and white. I know you've seen this. Arian Foster put out a tweet and everybody's going wild with it. Nick Wright has spoken on it. Um, the fact that if you lay the flag horizontally mm-hmm. or flat, that's yeah. actually in a flag code that says that is disrespect. To put any type of commerce to the flag, whether it be uh, apparel, apparel uh you know, napkins, uh, yeah, whatever. Paper plates. Or, yeah. any, anything in terms, the only time the flag should be seen or shown or flown is up high, flying free to symbolize freedom. So that's real disrespect. That's not about how you feel. That's what's documented. So my thing is white people have to get out of this privilege to be able to change the narrative to what they want it to be as opposed to what's actually the real situation, which is Colin Kaepernick took a knee for injustice, not a knee to disrespect the flag. Yeah. And you get it. You get to do that when you're white. White people get to change the narrative because this is their system. This is their thing. And, and you get the opportunity to do that. And it's, and it's so unfortunate. There's know? there's just so much that's been said in regards to, you know, sp- the, the spoiled, unappreciative professional athletes right. out here complaining when they get to make millions of dollars in this great country and so on and so forth. What gets me is that people don't seem to understand that this particular protest was almost like a last resort type situation. It's mm-hmm. not like scholars, they how. Yeah, scholars have already been saying this for decades. You know, professors mm-hmm. have been saying this. Activists on the streets have been saying this. You know, we've been saying it in music. We've been saying it in, in, in movies. Mm-hmm. We've been saying it in the arts. We've been saying it in, in literature. We've been writing books on this. We've been writing articles about this. This is not new. I want to ask This is not question, new. Though. No, we can ask them. We can ask them, but this isn't new. Yeah. All I'm saying is... So now they finally found a means that was disrespectful enough right. to get your attention and yet they still want to they still want to act as if like this wasn't an intentional attempt to get you to see you know I'm saying it's like when if if we were to go out in the streets riding oh look at the looters look at the rioters right. look at you know the heathens or whatever you want to call us 
Meanwhile, this is a situation where the man simply said, like, I can't stand for an anthem for a country that, you know, that is mistreating people of color. It's just not... It's not. It's like, oh no! It's it's perceived mistreatment. Everybody's equal. Da, da, da. This is crazy. It is. So, Jason, I want to ask you this question because I think you're the only one, I guess, that would probably know the answer. Do you guys at school still pledge allegiance? Um. Yes and no. Okay, answer that for me, because because all right. So at my school, they they do the pledge. I guess when they remember to do it. What do you mean when they? Who's they? So whoever's in the office, whoever's in the office that just uh, plays it or whatnot. So it's it's like whenever they remember to do it. So we could go a full week of the pledge being said, and then we could go two months and don't even hear it. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's not an everyday thing. And it's funny that you ask that because... Since everything has gone down, I've noticed students, like, when it does come on, some don't even stand up. You know, they just kind of sit mm-hmm. in their seat and, you know, some just kind of keep on talking, doing whatever they're doing, and they're not concerned with it. And, you know, looking at the group that I work with or the age group that I work with, they're all old enough to understand what's going on. Mm, you that's know, interesting. A lot of them are in that range when the next election rolls around they're able to vote and they're voicing their opinions and stuff already so it's interesting to see their take on it as young men and women right you know and um because i was going somewhere with the question so that's why i asked it first because i wanted to make sure i was clear and you know. All right. So what's what's the question? Then? No, no, no. That that was the question. Oh, I'm okay. saying I was going somewhere after that. I just want to get that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's 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 not an everyday thing. Okay, so. cool. But it's it's still practice. It's sometimes. still practice. I okay. mean, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there's schools out there that I mean, it's played every day. It's done every day. You know, it's just at mine, it, it's sporadic. Hmm. Maybe in a more liberal district. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I mean you never know. I mean, I, you know, I don't I don't really know what the case because I've I've thought about that before too. I'm like. Damn, I haven't heard this in like three days, and all of a sudden they're doing it, and then here we go, two weeks later, still don't hear anything. So, um, you know, it's just it's just one of those situations. But okay. It is what it is. All right. So, I are mean, you in the wait? Are you in the private or, or or public? I'm in a public school. Public school. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. Um. So the, the where I was going with that is, I'm I'm quite sure you guys have heard that every time this discussion is had. Um, there's a few excuses that go on. The disrespect for the flag is the biggest one, the biggest deflection. The second one is stick to sports. I just want you to entertain us. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. OK. And so when people say I can't go on my job and do that because, you know, they liken a professional athlete to someone who has a job that needs to perform. Right. Right. And yeah. so we say, well, you know, we don't do that at our jobs. OK. Rightfully so. But but guess what? It's only certain institutions that ram and force patriotism down your throat. Mm-hmm. It's in the school system. That's why I asked you about where else do you go? Like at your job, do you guys start your day off with the national anthem? Not even. And if you've ever worked, if you've ever been to a restaurant, you know we work in probably the most vulgar, uncensored <laughs> industry on the planet. I mean, you nobody's ever going to question if I stood up, if I did this, if I'm singing the national anthem. We talk about some of the raunchiest stuff in the world inside of a kitchen. 
<laughs> so right. nobody can tell me. And sometimes we will do that because if you've been to certain restaurants, there's TVs around. There's a, a sports show being played. There's a national anthem probably going to get sung. Somewhere. We don't turn up the volume so you can hear the anthem. We don't ask people to stop eating and stand up. Right, right. So, but, that's, so that's my whole but, thing. But so that's know, my point. Like, but you know what's funny, though? They don't ram down the throat. So if there was politics inject, injected at work, say, for instance, we go to a call center right now where they take calls for disability claims for Humana, right? Okay. Nobody in that office gets the opportunity to do what Colin Kaepernick did. So do they think everybody in the office is just going to sit there and stand? For the national anthem, if it was played, because people like to say, well, I don't get to do that at my job. Yeah. Well, politics is not injected at your job. So you tell us to keep politics out of sports, but they're forced into sports. Yeah, isn't it? For, isn't for it game. forced patriot? Yeah, forced Right, patriotism. right. So, but I want people to understand that, though, because they're making it seem as if these players went out of their way to take a political stance about something. Well, I'm going to say this. The one thing, they don't play the national anthem at my school. Period. They'll say the pledge right. every blue moon. Mm -hmm. But the national anthem, the only time I've heard the national anthem at the school was for state semifinal soccer game. And that was because it's a state thing that they require you to play the anthem and things like that when playoff time rolls around for sports. Okay. They'll play it. But other than that, I don't think I've ever heard the national anthem played. You know, they just will do the pledge, like I said, and it's sporadic. So, I mean, every school, every school is going to be different. So, you know, I'm pretty sure elementary schools, they probably still do the national anthem and everything like that. But you're right. I mean, you know, they, they, they tell you that in school you shouldn't be talking about like politics and religion. But yet you do have a pledge you, being played. But not even that. I mean, these kids take a U.S. history class. They take <laughs> a government and economics class. So they take a world history class. I mean, they take classes that politics comes up. You talk right. about the presidents. You talk about everything else that's going on in the world. So you can't really say that. The problem is when you start to try to voice your opinion and one of these kids don't understand what's really going on and they decide they're going to go home and say, hey, mom, hey, dad, my teacher said such and such. Mm -hmm. And when the parent doesn't agree has a different viewpoint than the teacher, that's when it's, be, it's a problem. Right. Oh, you know what? I need to go talk to someone in admin because this teacher shouldn't be saying such and such in class. Right. So that's where the problem comes in. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's the, the hard part about it because some of these kids don't understand. And if you view something differently than their parents – that's when it becomes a problem because obviously a lot of them are going to be influenced by their parents and what they think. So, you know, you, you run that, that fine line. So, you know, you, I try to make sure that my opinion on certain matters are pretty neutral are neutral or I don't even speak on it. Like everything that happened Sunday. I mean, I got plenty of students that love football and there was no need for me to say anything about it. They kind of did it themselves or some said something about it. But then again, it's that fine line because one, they know I'm an African-American teacher, so they don't want to say anything that they f might think I might feel as disrespectful Okay. because of what's going on. So I, I think, like I said, they're old enough to understand. 
the dynamic. Right. So, you know, nothing was said. Okay. So, you know, I leave it at that. You know, I try not to go into anything. How sincere do you guys feel these protests are now? Like, is this becoming diluted so much that it's going to be more difficult to be taken seriously? Or is this progress? Because I feel like in a way, in a way, you know, the fact that more people are involved it is forcing people to have to kind of confront it. But at the same time, you know, they I kind of feel like they're doing it because, you know, like you explained, Trump went at him. So what do we do? Do we take this as a win or do we take this as a as a loss? You, you I take it as both. I kind of think you got to take it as a draw. A draw. Yeah. Because yeah. while originally, I do believe, with everything happened Sunday and Monday, they were addressing the White House directly. Don't tell us what to do. But... There were players that were already doing it. Then they got together and they did it together. And that's created that unity. And now you're being reminded that this had nothing to do with the flag. It had nothing to do with the anthem. It had to do with injustice in our legal system. Maybe those players went in that locker room and had that conversation, talked to those owners. And now, now they're really having a conversation. So maybe you got somebody to look at something just a little bit differently. Maybe the Philadelphia Eagles owner is now going... Gosh, I can't believe I said that about Colin Kaepernick when I let Riley Cooper stay on my team. You know, it's now it's starting to it, it, it's it may get them to have the conversation, which will get us to have the conversation. But you know what? You know, what's crazy. I agree with that. But at the same time, I think with these owners, I felt like a lot of them did what they did because he took a jab at them as well. You know, 45 took a jab at them talking about what personal. they need mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, he got real personal. And, and I said that. And, 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 and that's what happens, though, when you bring stuff to people's doorstep. It's a meme going out right now, and I can't remember it specifically, and you guys probably seen it. It said, when they came for the Jews, I didn't say anything. When they mm-hmm. came for, for whoever else that they weren't, another minority, mm-hmm. I was basically complicit. But when they came for me, it was nobody to save me because I was letting them take the Jews. So when it came to the owner's doorstep, the the bullying, um, they they finally stood up when they could have took this approach when Colin Kaepernick first said something. It was only when it came to them that they felt the need to not even take the stance on the original protest, but take the stance on you're not gonna bully me because I'm a rich guy. Exactly. That, that's 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 the stance but, they but, took. But you know what? And that's not even just limited to the NFL owners that it just this past week. I, uh, a while ago, I can't remember who posted. It. I. Uh, Matter of fact, because I think you posted it, mm-hmm. there was a video of uh, a, a white nurse basically Woo! being wrongfully arrested. I remember that. You know, by a police officer who was just on his high horse. Mind you, he was able to find work after this incident, and he was dead wrong. Like any nurse could tell you, he was asking her to violate a patient's civil rights. She said no, she was arrested. My only is like I've become so jaded by all this. The only response I could give was, well, if she had complied because people were legit upset that this was happening to this woman. But this is an everyday reality for somebody who looks like me, a white woman. We get upset. But a 12 year old black boy, you made excuses on why. A police officer, you brought up his daddy's criminal past because a police officer rolled up and within 
10 seconds of being on the scene shot this child. Yeah. Even though the 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 911 phone call said I think it's a toy, but it's scaring me. I mean, you know, you know, you know what's crazy, you know, sometimes people try to they try to minimize the events. The real easy question to ask them is, well, how many convictions have we had since, you know, for innocent for for unarmed for unarmed killings, how many convictions have we had? Now flip that and just ask how many convictions have we had? Because they always like to bring up the fact that you know, oh well, cops are killing white people too. Cops are killing, you know, they, and they, that's why more. they should be mad too. Yeah, but but listen, that's the go issue. look at that data mm. and see the convictions. A lot of these cops, they lose their jobs, they lose their livelihood, they can't find another work again. They can't find work again. You kill the wrong white lady, you don't get to work anymore. You kill, you know, you shoot the wrong white guy, you don't get to work anymore. You understand? Oh no, you you kill the wrong white lady, you go into prison. Yeah. You accidentally shoot a white child, you're going to prison. Those mm-hmm. cops are in jail right now. We Yet, it's true. There, there's a dead 12 year old boy, a dead seven year old girl, and guess what? Those two cops are at work right now. Yeah. They're at work. Yeah, it's a sad situation, you know. Um, and the thing about it is, we, we see this play out now. Now they're attacking the First Amendment now, because obviously, you know. Other people have freedoms of speech that, you know, it only seems to be okay for certain people to be able to exercise that right. And we see this with the Second Amendment, too, where we have white patriots in open carry states walking Mm -hmm. around with guns and nobody really bats an eye. They're Mm -hmm. they're cool. They can go take over government buildings and stuff like that. But the moment a black man walks around legally concealed weapon or in open carry state, he's dangerous. So we see... All our, not just our First Amendment rights being trampled on, we've seen our Second Amendment rights be trampled on as well. So this is just a continuation of something that's been going on for a very long time. Um, to answer the real question that you asked, Chris, about the draw or in terms of is this a yeah, win or a loss? How should we perceive this here? We should perceive this as this. And this is what I put in my initial post when I first when we first went live. I said that uh, Donald Trump is the best thing to ever happen to the black community since uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. <laughs> and the reason I say that is not because he's such a, a great president. I say that because to a man, if I sat down and, and me and you were having a private conversation or me and you were having a private conversation or me and you, DeAndre, Jason, Chris, having a private conversation, I asked you to a man, I said, what's the biggest problem in the black community? I think the first thing that'll get said every single time if we thought about it is we don't know how to come together. Unity, yeah. We We may have issues in terms of you know, mass incarceration. We may have issues in terms of economics, but the first thing we're going to say is, man, if we could just come together, none of that would really matter or to take care of itself. Do y'all kind of agree with that sentiment to some degree? That's, yeah. That's true. yeah. Okay. So. so what I'm saying is no matter the reason, right, wrong, or indifferent, I feel like Donald Trump is becoming the great unifier. I wish it was a grassroots movement that made black athletes in the black community and minorities at large say, you know what? Ah, uh, he going a little too far. So now you got everybody. Even Ray Lewis is down on both knees saying he wouldn't even kneel at all. But now he's on both knees, you know, saying he was praying. I was about to say, can I yeah. touch on, can I touch yeah, on you, that? You can touch on that. But, he, but my whole know, point is uh, he's, there's a unification going on for the wrong reason, because the protest is still not the real protest is really still not being addressed. But I'm saying that because um, this is happening. I feel like the atmosphere is becoming better and better, even in a terrible atmosphere. It's like the calm before the storm or the the the, the storm after the calm or however you want to put it, that that people are now 
really right to have those conversations with your friend that you say that's too deep. You know, they used to play that in movies all the time. Yeah. Like, that nigga too deep, man. I ain't trying to have that conversation. But now I feel like you'll sit down and listen because we're dealing with a common thread. Whether, whether Because the thing that separates us most is religion. People want to, you know, take that to a whole nother level. So you got Christians on one side, Muslims on the other. You got Hebrew Israelites here. We got agnostics and atheists. Mm-hmm. And that separates us as a race. So we can't even have a conversation right there. So then you got rich nigga, poor nigga. So you... Those black people, the ratchet black people, yeah. the, the well-spoken black people. Yeah. So now, because we have a common threat, I feel like all these groups of people now are saying, well, goddamn, what are we going to do? We had that with sports, too. Sports was always that unifier. Sports and, and, was was always that. And it seemed as though on Friday when Trump made the statement that he said it was like an us versus them type of statement. It was like, it's not all of you NFL people. It's not all. It's those protesters. And so he was utilizing <laughs> sports right. to, to create a division amongst the American people. And it's worked in some circles. You know, I see people out here burning their season tickets, burning their jerseys, acting a fool because yeah, the their spot. team and their their owners, the owners of the team and so on and so forth, they decided to kneel. They decided to to put that, you know, they're, they're livid. They're, they, they cannot believe that they would da-da-da-da-da, such and such. This nationalism, this fake patriotism, this BS talking about the military when, yo, aunties, cousins, Second, third friend's dog <laughs> owner was in the military. Right. How many years ago? Now all of a sudden you want to talk like it's just stupid. Yeah. And, and and why are we talking about it right now on our sports shows? Because it's like this is a chance where people are really creating powerful legacies for themselves. Like as much as you don't like LeBron, you can't. You you I know you like what he does when it comes to this type of stuff. Oh, of course. You know, I mean... like Chris Paul, <laughs> National Player Association, all these guys. These guys are not afraid to talk, and mm-hmm. and it's. And it's about damn time because when they talk, you know, nine billion people, nine million mm-hmm. people hear it. When right. we talk, you know, nine people hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, we need them to do that. You we know, absolutely need them to do it. And and I think it's it's just really about time. No matter what the cause, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, that we realize that you know. We can have those debates intellectually later on religion. Mm-hmm. We can have those debates later on how we come together and, and get our money right as a community. Mm-hmm. But right now, and this has happened throughout history, when there is a common threat that brings people together quicker than anything else. It's almost like this, Chris. If me and you had a problem with each other, but we had a bigger problem with Jason, guess what we're going to do? We're going to call DeAndre and say, you know what? We got to get Jason. We don't even like each other. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, it makes sense. It you, makes you know sense. what I'm saying? That's what we did in the Second World War. We were looking at Hitler like, yo, <laughs> we don't even really mess with Europe like that. But you know what? The Japanese that came over here messing with us, he over here doing human atrocities. Hey, we, we got to do something. There's a common threat. And right now, I see Donald Trump as the beacon of hope because I've been waiting forever. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to put those words together with him <laughs> for minorities because, again, marginalized communities outside the black community are like, yo, hey, they, you know, we get a lot of co-opting a lot of times. So when yeah. we get momentum, you know, come on, uh, LGBT community. Come on, women. Come, come. We, we, hey, yeah. <laughs> we all need to come together now <laughs> and make this happen. You know, I mean, we just got to have that meeting. Yeah, uh, you know, all us <laughs> sit down, look. While we the have our problems, white supremacy is the problem. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to our war later, but right now, <laughs> winter is here. The White Walkers are coming. It's yeah. just, yes. let's get it. 
it's funny because like you know a lot of the oh that's are pro- even perfect that's even yeah, no, better oh no if we're talking about game of thrones forget about it I mean, right the, right the, the, the common parallel <sighs> is it's right and that there. was my point yeah, the it's common right threat Come yeah on. they all they all got together <laughs> and sat down a bunch of people who hate each other and they're like they, they showed them that all but see but see for, for, for the republican them. for the republican who was who, who who or the conservative who would be cersei in terms of game of thrones in terms of the ideology of the uh-huh. way they're they're setting it up they had to go almost kill themselves to go grab one of the white walkers they had to go into the depths <laughs> right and grab one of them but we've been in the they trenches. had to bring it back not even know if it was gonna work i don't even know what y'all talking and then and then You're and then the had season. to they had to show like right all up in the face well see that's the before thing before she even almost she, and listen she still almost didn't do it wait not, that, not, she's that, still gonna buck on wait, it but my on. whole point is, that is guess the, what hey wait is that the chick with the the Funny blue eyes. It's the one that keeps messing with her brother. The, the, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the one in three hundred. Right. It's okay. the wife in three hundred. Right. But no, what I'm saying is, but but again, remember how a lot of people back in the day used to say this about Martin Luther King that he was soft. Mm. But he didn't. People didn't understand that that nonviolent protest was a strategy to show. The yeah. brutality that they were talking about. Yeah. So you could see the fire hoses because you see the attack dogs. It, you know how brave you have to be to sit there and say, you know what, I'm going to take an ass whooping today for the call. Oh, yeah. But to call him soft because that was, he ain't fighting back. It was a strategy. So it was the same thing. They had to go, that they had to get in the trenches like Martin Luther King yeah. and grab the White Walker and literally they say. Lo- they lost the fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. like, you understand? Like, they, they we lost an L because of we this. Lost Hold on. So Mega Evers, Martin Luther King, <laughs> Malcolm X, we lost some dragons. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Just to show. Just to show what? Yeah, just to show, you know, that hey, you know that thing we've been trying to tell you that's there? Oh, well it well here it is. Right. Well, and, I don't know, and when I Jon mean, Snow died, it's gonna be like uh it, Robert Kennedy dying, because that was the real white hope. Like right. for real, for real. Not John, it was Robert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's be realistic. Cersei's more along the lines of Brock Osweiler. You see it. You know what the protest is about. You even try to participate, but really you have an underlying agenda. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. She's to not bring down it back to sports. You know, everybody in this is not down for the cause. Some people are just right now exercising that privilege. You're not gonna talk about Jerry Jones the way you did Colin Kaepernick, are you? Yeah. They're not, but I am. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the way they disrespect the Colin Kaepernick, they're never going to disrespect Jerry Jones on that oh, level. No, 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 he no, no, no. knows that. The Cowboys played it smart. What they do? They got on their knee before the anthem, then stood for it. Like, oh, yeah, we're on both sides of this fence. Yeah. Okay. You know, they're fine people yeah, on that they, side, and then the yeah. sons of bitches. I know y'all seen that meme. Oh, yeah. The oh, fine I don't even need to talk about that. Because a Nazi that, can get called. Some of them were fine people. <laughs> and I, I, I don't. I still don't understand that we fought an entire war for the right to knock a Nazi out when we see one. <laughs> but they're fine people. I'm not understanding that. Nah, man, it's crazy. And then you know, just you know, we we, we kind of. I knew we were gonna go off on this. I still got more too. There's so much. There's so much. And people like probably wonder, like, man, what does this guy do with sport? Everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Because listen, it. it when when we these athletes that are utilizing this platform, a lot of people are saying stuff to them. It's so cute when you start hearing people say stuff like, 
oh, like Ray Lewis, he was just talking about it. He was like, they don't even know what they're confused. They don't know what they're <laughs> talking about. And da 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 And such and such. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, a lot of these dudes went to college, right? A lot of these dudes are educated people. Yo, you know well, what? Well, if it's the NFL, all of them went to college. They had to at least do two, three years in college, right? <laughs> Listen, Absolutely. man, I, now that I watched Last Chance you, I, I, I'm i starting to, to realize that, <laughs> that that's not always the case. <laughs> but, but, uh, but let's get, I digress. We, we got a few JUCO guys in there. But the, the fact of the matter and, and, and I say this in all seriousness, and this doesn't get talked about enough. There's two things I want to say. That Donald Trump keeps saying this is an anti-American thing, and he's actually doing the most anti-American thing that you can do, which is trample on our rights um, in terms of that was the people fired. Right, right, right. So that's the first thing. So he's the real un-American. Right, because I mean, he feels, he feels he could say whatever he wants to say, but when it comes time for other people to express or, you know, mm-hmm. utilize their First Amendment rights. No, you can't. No, no, no. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, and, and this is the elephant in the room, and I want you all to think about this every time something like this kind of rubs you the wrong way as a black man. What we're really dealing with, and we have white friends, all of us, right? Mm-hmm. What we're really dealing with right now is white sensibility, sensitivity, and insecurity. That's what we're dealing with. We, we always have to measure up to their standard of comfort. Right now, they're uncomfortable with this conversation, so they deflect. They don't address it. So their deflection mechanism now is, is disrespect to the flag. Yep. Stick to sports. Oh, my God, they should be fired. Those are the methods that in which they're using their, their white discomfort to not have the conversation. Nobody else gets that opportunity in no other situation. So we really need to deal with white sensitivity and why that makes you feel that way because I mean, can, can we do anything about it though i mean the, the I education in 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 this conversation has to because people need to look inward like why do you feel so strongly about something we know as a fact is is a, we have a right to do i mean i don't know you you, you want to know what i what i've come to the to, like the term i i I like I like the point you said, and I agree that if there was a method that we could utilize that could somehow dispel some of this, right. I would be all for it. What I get from some of this stuff, though, is this. It's real simple. I enjoy seeing people become activists and, and fight for causes like myself. You know, so on and so forth. I enjoy it because it exposes people, and 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 and, and that's what I how get out get of it. But though? that's what I get out of it more than anything else. I'm it'll, with you, but how do you expose something that 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 it should never even be there in the first place? If we all know as Americans that mm-hmm. it is our First Amendment right, whether you agree or disagree, how do you expose something um, within an entire, I guess, community or or group of people to get them to see? That that's their issue because I understand it. I see it. Oh, you talking about ex- you talking about exposing the issue, right? No, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, I enjoy it because it exposes who is 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 what. It allows me to see. And I don't want to just call them racist, the bigot, racist, you know, insensitive, completely ignorant, whatever. Delusional. I could have all the respect for you in the world. You could have got straight A's. You could have been valedictorian. You could have you could have started up a business. You could be a multimillionaire, whatever. You could be the janitor. I don't really care. But when it comes down to certain unalienable rights, when it comes to, to things that we all as human beings should have decency to understand and respect from one another – you know, I'd like to know if you're the type of person that if I was getting lynched, you'd be the, in the crowd. You know, I wanted I, I haven't posted it yet, but I got that. I got a picture ready 
and I'm posting it this week, and it's just of a sit-in. It was in one of the restaurants. It was a young black man by himself sitting in, and there's maybe about 30, 30 um, white pe- white young men around him just grilling him, like ready to bully him, probably harassing him, saying all kinds of stuff. And um, what I wanted to write is the caption was real simple. I just want to write – what I'm going to write is real simple. I'm going to write, who are you in this picture? And then most people are going to think that, oh, so, you know, if I'm if I'm white, I must be the race. They're going to think that. But no, there's actually three people in that picture. It's not there's not just two groups. There's three. There's the there's obviously the protester, the person who who wants his rights, who is willing to peacefully protest. There's obviously the oppressor, you know, that whole crowd of people, so on and so forth. But see, the third person is it, it, it's two people. It's, 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 it's like a two way of kind of looking at it. It's the person who took that picture or the people who aren't there defending him. Yeah, those that are complicit. And that and those people are the majority. Those people are the majority. And these protests expose those people. It's important to know who those people are because, see, the reality is, is that we sit here, we think this is about sports. We think this is about Trump. We think this is just about, you know, black people getting you know, police brutality. We just, we think that it's all about black people. Meanwhile, black people are saying that police brutality is an issue. Even Colin Kaepernick was very selective. He did talk about people of color. Don't get it twisted because of the in, in you know the justice, the disproportionality. Of the, correct, the disproportionality of it. But then, even though, like, come on, like like DeAndre said, he made a perfect point. Guys, brutality extends beyond race. We should not have like the the rules of engagement shouldn't be harder for a soldier than it is for a police officer. You understand? See, here's the thing. And this this is what gets me. It's like you have those, that, that, that white guy you've been shaking hands with every day at work, that you've been, you know, inviting to your house for the barbecue, and... You're his black friend. Exa- and that's why he's not racist. And then he ha- he's like, <laughs> oh... Um, I'm not. I'm not racist or anything. I just think they should stick to sports. It's dehumanizing. Oh, and, and then, you know, to to balance it with the freedoms we're given in America, and if you don't respect that, why don't you move somewhere like North Korea, where if you kneel, if you don't, if you don't treat I their system with respect, they'll they'll kill you. I think Trevor Noah brought it up on his show, The Daily Show. So you're saying move to a country where if we don't respect the rules, then or if we don't just respect this this system of power, regardless if it's right or wrong, we can be killed by officers officers of the state. Well, let's talk about police brutality and what I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you this is wrong. I shouldn't I shouldn't leave my house every day hoping God don't let my tail light go out because if I get pulled over. I may not make it home. I should not have to be feel like that. in every single situation, mundane situation, going to go pay for groceries. I hope the other person at the end of this exchange isn't racist. But it's the way I feel. It's my reality. And to sit there and say that you don't care about my reality, you don't believe my reality because you haven't experienced it. That's that's like the ultimate level of disrespect. You talking about your flag? I'm talking about my life. Mm-hmm. 
you talking about your song. I'm talking about what I go through every single day simply because I was born a black man in America. It's crazy. I mean, to 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 piggyback on your point, and I wanted to say this earlier, you know, there's never an issue. I don't want to say there's never an issue. Let me let me preface my statement by saying there's not as much of an issue in the statement of go somewhere doesn't come up because all the time we get to go back to Africa, but which that people don't realize that that's a continent, not a country. First yeah, of all, so exactly. which which country in Africa, because you kidnapped whoever may be my, <laughs> where do you want me to go? You want me to go to Mozambique, South, <laughs> South Africa? You want me to go to Nigeria, Ghana? Where you want me to go? First of all. So um, second of all, when when white women and the LGBT community speak up, right? And they have issues with the system, which is usually older white men, right? Do they ever get told, if you don't like it here, exactly, what part of Europe you want to send them to? I'm, I'm, I'm curious because you never hear that. And it's the same situation. They, feminists have a lot of things in common with BLM. I just want people to understand that. The, the, they have a lot of intersectionality. So I want to know when people are going to start telling white women to go find them some country in, in you know, in, in Europe. Go to Sweden. <laughs> Switzerland. <laughs> make, make home there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's, it's just so ironic. And, and the hypocrisy is, is unbelievable. You know, and I, I just want to piggyback off what you said because it just triggered something in my mind. Like, why, why, why don't um homosexuals get told, "Hey, don't you know. don't like it here? <laughs> Go to a country that that you know yeah. believes Go in it more." France, yeah, may, maybe France. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just crazy. To, to kind of wrap to kind of wrap this up though, um, I know we all stand behind what's happening here. I I wish a lot of people would kind of pull away from this this false sense of nationalism. This weird patriotic God and country yeah, thing. They got crazy. God put and, Trump in office. Some white yeah, evangelicals like, are saying. If, huh? Like, like my thing is, who cares? If you really don't care about the issue, if you really don't care about the issue, why even be offended whether or not people, you know, people don't stand for the anthem or do stand for the anthem? At the end of the day, it's kind of like I look at it like this. You know, a lot of things need to change in this country, and. Can we say there's been progress? Sure. I mean, we're we're the bottom line or or where we're looking, where we're grading our progress from is slavery. It's chattel slavery. Right. Everything is freaking better than that. Right. So, you know, when people try to say, well, this country's gotten better, yeah, it's gotten better. Fifty years ago we couldn't vote. Fifty years ago I had to use separate bathrooms, couldn't drink from the same water fountain as you. Fifty years ago, people had to kind of bring military just so I could go to school. Like, I mean, you're right, it's okay. Cool. That's not an excuse, though. It's still not what we pro we advertise. We falsely advertise America on a consistent basis, and the world is getting hip to it. And the thing is, Trump is a perfect example of why this is a problem for us because now it's kind of like we could hide our dirty laundry a little bit. We had we could kind of save face, but you know now that we got Trump, oh, so it's kind of like we like can't the, yeah, we can't save face now. Now the whole <laughs> world knows we're we ain't shit. The whole world knows now. The whole world knows now. They didn't know before. I don't care what anybody says. I'm tired of people comparing Obama to, to Trump. That's why that's why LeBron said what he said. It used to be an honor to go to the White House. Absolutely. Even I've with George seen W. So many people say, I'm not going. Yeah, even and with George think that W. Just being assholes? No. With Nixon, with with Reagan, with Clinton. Nobody took but, such but a hard stance to say. Never. You but would, let me, we respect the president to some degree and say, you know, even if I disagree. 
the man's not a monster. Exactly. I, you, you feel but, me? But like, you know what? Hold on. George W. So, was was not somebody I agree with his politics, but if I got invited to the White House, I, I never would have thought in my right mind to say, you know what? I'm not going. I wouldn't. But, but hold on. Personally. Hold on. But what you don't realize is the sports that are saying they're not going because the Pittsburgh Penguins oh, said they're going. They, they with it. They with it. So you, you have to think of the makeup of the sport. But they're like and Canadians, bro. They're not even American. <laughs> yeah, so, so don't even say. Don't, you know, it's not even about the makeup, yo. No, well, I guess it is what you're saying. It's it's not even a it's not even an American thing, man. It's a white thing. Like they're not even American, so they don't even have a reverence for America. They're freaking Canadian, most of them. No, a lot of them Russian, 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 yeah. all kinds of stuff. And so it's not even a um. It's strict. It's a white thing. And that's sad. That's why NASCAR said what they said. It oh, is they, they a white thing. Yeah. It's okay to flag. It's okay well, to fly the Confederate flag. flag. <laughs> but if you I kneel mean. for the start for the anthem, you know, you know, such as it's sad. It's sad. And so, you know, we talk about it. We put it out there. People may think we're complaining. People may try to say what they need to say, but it's all good. They're just putting themselves on the wrong side of history. You right. just need to let them do it. You just need to let them do it. When people expose themselves, I get hyped. Why? Because now I know. Thank you, Jesus. Now I know. I know who not to invite to the barbecue. I know who not to, to turn my back on. I know who not to, to you know, invest my energy into. Right, right, right. Because they were saying the same thing about King, the guy that wasn't Malcolm X. I'm a, I'm a Malcolm X guy. You feel me? And they were saying that King was a threat. So, the nonviolent guy. Of course. So... It's it's just interesting, like you said, and I only said that because you say they're going to be on the wrong side of history. They'll see. They 50, will. Fifty years from now, they'll be like, "What was my grandfather thinking about?" Jeez, he was a jerk. Anyways, guys, all right. So I want to kind of turn it over to my man because I know he's got a lot, and he's gonna kind of all the other topics are gonna kind of show pop up right now. So as we get ready for it, you already know. Hey, one of my favorite segments in the entire show. Just in case you might be a racist. <laughs> what? Go oh, sit on the couch. What are you doing? <laughs> come on now, come on, relax. You don't, you don't like relax. how this starts. Off. This song is a classic for real, though. Like, it is you don't a see how it starts. Like it's just like the the, the, the progression. Tell them about just in case. All right, go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So just in case you missed it, over the last few days, uh, boxer Andre Ward announced his retirement. Sad day. Sad day. I mean, you know, he's in his prime. And he was the number know, one pound for pound fighter in the world, they said. He was. And, mm. you know, it's, we're going to miss him, but, you know, he's going out at least with his health, hopefully. You know, there might be yeah. some underlining things that we he, don't know we, yet. Right. That he realized was going on. Uh, research shows Aaron Hernandez had stage three CTE so severe that so severe that that stage is usually seen in a median age of death at 67. So he has the, the worst severe case of CTE that's been recorded to this date. Um, Penn State won a thrill over Iowa on Saturday night. Actually, a really good game. Alabama dominated Vandy. Uh, I know we're going to get into this in a few, but I'll say it now. Carmelo got traded to OKC. Woo! D. Wade reached a buyout with the Bulls. Yes, Miami Cavaliers, baby. <laughs> that just made somebody so mad. It did. It did. <laughs> oh, it made two boy. people pretty mad. All right. He actually gave back eight million with the buyout for the buyout to happen, but he recouped a little bit of that back with signing that one-year deal with the Cavs. Uh, Redskins only allowed 128 yards against the Raiders on Sunday Night Football, so they pretty much dominated them. Mark Cuban 
loaned the team plane to J.J. Barrera to fill up with supplies to take to Puerto Rico. And that's what you should be talking about, Trump. You know, that's like a U.S. territory, you know, like the 51st state that in the Virgin Islands and them people need relief. They do. But did you, guys, did you guys did you guys hear about this? Von Miller lost a local deal endorsement because he knelt Sunday. Who he lost it to, so I can make so sure I don't spend it, my it, money. It with. was no, it was it's a local endorsement. Oh, you said so local, it was, local. it was you like see a, how hype I was already. It was, I a, even yeah, it. Yeah, it was yeah. a local, it was a local <laughs> car dealership, and the owner says that he wasn't that Von Miller wasn't fired yet. He they were going through a renewal of his contract, and they realized that his stance didn't work with theirs, so they didn't renew his contract. But he wasn't fired, according to. The owner of this um, it's always dealership. Politics, politics. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't feel like his views lined up with his, so they let him go, which is sad. Because I mean, Von Miller's top three defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, some people would say so, he's number one. So I mean, that's crazy. Mm. Um, last little bit. Uh, Rick Pitino gets fired from Louisville. Mm. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone's been keeping that's up, a but big deal. I don't know why people. Don't, I don't know why this isn't all over the place. That's a big deal. I mean, but but you know what the is Actual, he really fired? Because yeah, I seen no, that. He's, well, no, he's so, so far he's he's just on leave or suspended or some some. No, nah, they got rid of. I believe they got rid of him and the athletic director. But what I'm, that's why I was saying the terminology I saw was administrative leave. Well, because and I think they, it's a they, process. Two, they, they're going they're, to. They will be firing him because of this NCAA investigation. Uh, the FBI kind of just. Busted that door wide open. And for people that don't really know what's going on, I'll go through it real quick. Apparently, a few coaches in the NCAA, I believe one from Arizona, one from Auburn, one from... I think Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, Louisville, and I think there's like two more schools. There's also some big, powerful people with Adidas... Um, so pretty much what was going on was these coaches were making deals with Adidas that, you know what, give me X amount of dollars so we could sign this player. We could give him, you know, the family money to get this player. And in turn, when he goes pro, he'll sign with Adidas. That's crazy. So, yeah. So apparently it's some it's a big scandal and it's come out to where that's what's going on. So there have been a couple people from Adidas that have been fired uh, coaches let go, and it's going to be this big investigation that's going on. And, and it's you know, the FBI. See, I love that because it's not the NCAA. Right. It's, it's the, it's the, it's the FBI. And apparently someone from I, – oh, I can't remember where, but someone blew the whistle on the whole thing. And it was someone that they got within another scandal that was going on with another team. And he had insight to this as well, so he kind of blew the whistle – and most likely trying to get time yeah, off of whatever yeah. he did. I can't remember exactly. So that's how that did, all kind of came about. Identify who he was? Yeah, they said his name, and I, I can't remember. But they, they uh-huh. said who it was because, I mean, he's going through his own thing as well. So, and they said that, you know, he kind of, you know, ratted them out. And so it's going to be interesting to see what happens because, you know, Louisville had that issue just a couple years ago with uh, buying prostitutes and everything like that for – uh, recruits when they what came they to visit. Through, well, that was brought up in this case too, though. Yeah, yeah but buying but you, the prostitutes and the strippers. But but you know what? There, a lot of people are saying that they're going to give Louisville that death penalty 
Which which means they're gonna be they may have to like vacate some wins. Well they already they've done that. They had to vacate that 2013 national championship, I believe. Oh, what? Yeah, they had to vacate I, that th- one. That's been final because I, I I didn't hear they had gave that up, right? Well, because when, when the whole scandal came up about the, the prostitutes and the strippers and all of that, they gave themselves a self imposed ban. And part of that, they vacated wins from that year as well as their championship that year. And so now what's going to probably happen, they're probably going to lose their program. Their program will probably no longer exist for maybe 10 years. Wow. They get the SMU treatment. And and that's probably what's going to happen. They're going to probably because, I mean, you know, you're not a first time offender. You know, you're always and I I believe that's one of the reasons why Patino has been getting away with a lot. And I, I think that's why they're like, you know what, we can't. Uh, we, we we have and, to cut. And the FBI is involved now. It's not the NCAA. So, you know, the NCAA understands that there, there's certain things they're going to sweep up under the rug because they know what makes them money. But not the NCAA didn't even know this was happening until yesterday. Right. So I, that's beautiful. Like, they, I just like that the FBI was like, oh, yeah, y'all playing like this. Damn. Gotcha. But they also they also announced today that UM might be under that as well. They're They're looking into that. That University of Miami may have been caught up in this scandal as well. You. So we'll see. But uh, that's what I got for you guys for just in case. Well, All right. to me, I think I think he touched on pretty much everything big. You know, kudos to you on the just in case. But it got me thinking now. So now that we got these situations, mm-hmm. you know, we got we got Mellow. <laughs> okay, see, so we talking about we talking about the lineup. I think they put it on media day was um was Russ at the one, Roberson at the two, PG at the three, mm-hmm. Mello at the four. Uh, Wait, no, nah, but they asked Mello if he was starting though. Yeah, that, hey, he that was he funny laughed. though. Yeah, that was funny. Laughed. Of course, he should laugh. I mean, let's and then what? Uh, Stephen Adams at five. Stephen Adam, Adams at right? the fives. Yep. And you know that's that's a cool that's a that's a good lineup. That's the lineup that I wanted. I didn't want the video game. The video game lineup would have been to put Patterson at the four. And yeah, and they would have been just shooting like. Yeah, the, 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 you got you got someone's got to come, come off the, the bench. bench. Yeah, and Robinson's not an offensive player, so it's better to have him in your starting straight lineup up, to kind of make straight up have some defense out there. Guard somebody, try to stop Clay or something. But no, um, then you look over to to the Cavs. It's like NBA champions 2018. Bro, like, I'm not gonna jump. Relax. That far. I'm not gonna jump. Well, okay. Well, time out. Time out. We we the say West, the West. Why, why are we back. saying why are we saying that? Why are we saying Man, that? What y'all getting all buddy no, buddy no, now? No, what y'all about to team up? Hold on, I don't know. I, 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 I can't. I don't think. I can't even slide to my left because he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. So you know what? I'm gonna stay right here in the middle. I feel like if there's ever a safe bet, I feel like if there's ever a safe bet, that's that's a decent safe bet. I mean, come on, guys. What are we saying right now? Like, are we really? No, Kyrie look, Irving look, did them a favor. A, a safe, a Cleveland, <laughs> look, look, hold on. A safe bet would would be to say Cleveland's going to the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's a safe be bet. I don't that, that's they, a safe no. bet. Yeah, winning it. That's not a safe bet. You know why I want to say it's a safe bet? You want? I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody has an opinion. No, you're right. You're right because of what happened. Because of what happened when when LeBron was by himself. Oh, he won two games. Because of what happened when LeBron was by himself. And people will say, well, KD wasn't there. Okay, you're right, but uh, his team ain't the same <laughs> either. His team ain't the same either. I really think that if they get back there, this the those those particular super those two stars, forget, I won't even say both of them are superstars. One superstar and one emerging rising star. Wait, who who's on my 
I'm, is Isaiah Thomas a superstar? Oh, wait. Oh, so you didn't even consider Wade. But did, we'll get no, 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 no. Wade is a superstar. Wade is not still a superstar. Wade, of course, Wade is a superstar. Wade is a superstar, yeah. But and, you're, you're, and I you're said Isaiah is, Thomas is a. Uh, but you said it was only one superstar. He wasn't talking about LeBron. LeBron's in another category. I ain't talking about. I ain't talking about a whole team, man. I'm talking about the, the, talking added, about the pieces. added pieces. Come on, now. Wade is a, okay. All right. Yeah, go because on, I'm on. talking about the new players. The new players right, to the Cavs. The new players. Isaiah Thomas is not a factor, but now, go on. Come on. Not a factor. This man averages almost thirty points a game. So. What I, what, what, Let's what, go. What I yeah, on a, on a on a on a team on a team that had no other offense. So what do you say about the other 30, 29 teams in the league that didn't average thirty points a game? Where, where are those scores? I'm just trying to figure out because only two people. Did we not? Did we not have a conversation when I asked? When James I, Harden. I, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, when I when I asked you guys this on Sunday, how is it that the Happy NBA? Shout out to that. Good <laughs> time. At Beyond Brunch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know um, I usually do the plug-in. <laughs> but. How is it that the NBA and the NFL, or we'll, we'll stick with the NBA, but it's the same premise. How is it that they have, quote-unquote, the best athletes are the best players in the world? To make it to the NBA, you have to be one of the top however many players are in the NBA yeah. to make it there. So how is it that you have a team like Brooklyn Nets or the Philadelphia 76ers or whomever that could barely win 20 games. Well, that that also speaks to the other factors of what what goes into this. I mean, they, they've done a study that shows a lot of times it's not even the youth of a team. Sometimes it's tenacity of a coach. If you have a coach who can't round up a team and make them do what they need to do, they're going to fall apart. I remember a few years ago when LeBron was still in Miami, they wrote an article about the Cleveland Cavaliers being too immature with uh, Tristan Thomas and um, Tristan Thompson and um, uh, Kyrie Irving. And if you let the 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 I guess the the, the lunatics run the asylum, yeah, yeah, that'd be the best way to go with that. You're probably going to end up with a 76ers with a. Brooklyn Nets because the coach isn't rounding up. Actually, in the case of 76ers, I do believe it's tanking for picks. I still think they're doing that. <laughs> I will not let go of that theory. They will be as bad as they want to be until they have a starting five full of number one picks. It's just, that's the truth of the matter. Listen, the bottom line with the question that Jason is asking is some people don't give a damn. Like, they make it to the league. Chris made the statement at Beyond Brunch that we're here. That was our end game. Some people make it to the league, and their end game is greatness. Their end game is to win. I'm really, really good friends with a professional athlete. I'm the cousin of another. And what we think about sports is not what these people think about sports. Some have the same mentality at their job that most people have at their job. Mm. I'm going there to get a paycheck. And that's all. We want them to have this. We always say, well, effort and we, we need them to play hard. Everybody's not built that way. So when you have certain people that have more talent and you couple that with more drive when it gets tough, 
it, that's just how it happens, and that and that resonates throughout a locker room. So where was LeBron's well, I, drive I, I, I against the Dallas that. Mavericks? I don't do that. Uh, why he gotta go there? Don't what do that. No, 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 no. I love like when that. he does that. He always tries to he always tries to throw the throw the little shade, throw them little shots there. You know what it was, man? It was that bullshit zone defense. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. But anyways, man, no. And he's gotten over that. Yeah, he's by yeah. the way. Woo! Oh, he had to. He, he had, had no to. choice. Had hey, but guess what? And somebody still, that didn't give a damn and just wanted the paycheck, they never. Would have went too. Stayed the same, right? That's the difference between Vince Carter and Kobe Bryant. No disrespect to Vince, because Vince is just as athletic. But he, nobody works as hard as fucking Kobe being Bryant. Nobody. That's the- I'll admit that all day. I'll admit he's, but it's because he, because of my philosophy of Kobe not having any friends. But anyway, <laughs> I really, I really think that's why Kobe is so great. You know, Kobe just said, yeah, you know he don't what? have a banana boat choose. team. It's not yeah, like yeah, I had to you know, me T Mag, you know, me T Mag, Jason be- Kidd, we gonna link up. You know, it's none of that. It's none like, of yeah. that. None of that. And to, to, and it leads to the question, the main question, basically, that we can do, and we're gonna ride this out. We're gonna ride, we're gonna go far with this, but we're gonna ride this out. Are we in a juncture in the league right now? When you look at this, let's just talk about some of these powerhouse teams. We're talking about Houston Rockets. You got you got Chris Paul, James Harden. You know you got you got multiple role players on that team. I could go through all. You got the Trevor Arizas. You got the Ryan Andersons. You know you got you got. Defense, you got offense. You know, then you go look at Golden State. I don't need to talk about Golden State. You already know, but they added new pieces. They got Nick Young. You know, you got Timberwolves, who's looking like a solid, powerful young team. You got OKC, powerful team. You got the Spurs, powerful team. They just added Rudy Gay off the bench to come to, you know, yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, Rudy Gay's off the bench for the Spurs. You know, you're looking at that team. Then you go look over in the East. You got Boston. Boston actually does have a pretty solid squad when you really sit down and think. But we'll see how it gels. But it, it, it looks good. Obviously, Cleveland's doing their thing. You know, there's young talent here and there. You got the Milwaukee Bucks are still, uh, you know, solid because they're all coming into their own. You know, so on and so forth. There's a lot of teams. Are we in a place right now where just across the board, NBA players – because back in the day, y'all remember, it used to be dominated by the big men. You right. know, Shaq, yeah. Hakeem, and all. You know, they, they used to kind of run the show. They, the, the, the point guards were there. Yeah. But, you know, the teams that always won the championship always had a good big guy. You know, always a decent big man, you know? Yeah. And um, except for maybe the Bulls. The Bulls kind of never – they never, never really had a decent – yeah, they never needed it. They but, had a 3, 4, and 5 that would lock – I mean, correct. 2, 3, and 4 that they would were lock the, They up. were the exception yeah. to yeah, the they, rule. So, so the center just had to be a big body. Yeah, they were the exception to the rule. But – now it's like so many people like look at Carl Anthony Towns, look at Anthony Davis. These guys can play five positions. Are we in a place now where the league is got more talent and is more competitive, or was it better back then than it is now today? More when you say more talent, I'm there's more athleticism they're, they're, now. They're, yeah. they're bigger. Are faster. they better now? But athletically, see the, yes, because the skill isn't there. The so, skill, right? So but athletically, if, if, they are. If if you would couple these players with the skill of, let's say, somebody like a John Stockton, who couldn't keep up athletically with a Russell Westbrook or a John Wall, but he was a very skilled and intelligent basketball player, and that's what made him a Hall of Famer. Um, if you put that inside of the players of today, we would see superhuman otherworldly things because the athleticism is through the roof the skill is just terrible because think but. about the point guard position it went john stockton alan iverson russell westbrook you see the progression mm, i see the in, evolution there in athleticism. you had the skillful 
point guard, wasn't really athletic, and then you started getting into the more athletic. Magic wasn't even that athletic. He that could, more athletic, you know. kind of skillful point guard, and now you're just into the athletic. Derrick Rose guard. went before he became, you know, Mr. Suit and Tie and you know Hard well, Bottoms. I know. mean, well, I mean, you see a lot of um, you see a lot of point guards now that are combo guards too. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, you see. You see these, uh, what I would like to say, short shooting guards. You know, you're okay. just not big enough to play the two. So you play the one. And that's what you got a lot of teams building around. That's not necessarily a bad thing because I could see if a Russell Westbrook was playing basketball 20 years ago, I, don't, I can't think of a team that had a player who could legit stop him. That would be a problem for a Utah Jazz because John Stockton, while he can facilitate and and him and Carl Malone was probably the best pick and roll combo ever. How is he going to answer shot for shot going with Russell Westbrook? Right. That's what we're saying. They're more athletic now, because even if you look at um, I lost my thought, I lost it. Well, okay. it'll come back. I, I just want to I want to debate that a little bit. I don't know because oh. because was Grant Hill oh. not athletic before he Hold got on. injured? Thought came go back ahead, real go quick. Ahead, run it. The point guard position if you really think about it, Steph Curry has changed what the point guard position could be all about. Okay. You no longer have to be that athletic point guard like a Russell Westbrook. That is true. You if you could shoot the ball, Steph Curry just showed you you could make it in the NBA. Steph Curry is very skillful with the ball, so well, I'm not even going to— What about Chris Paul? Chris Paul been doing that? But Chris Paul cannot Paul, shoot like Steph Curry. It's, yeah, but Chris Paul—you're right. You're right. But, but, but my point is, for the people that sit there and take jump shot after jump shot after jump shot, mm-hmm. Steph Curry showed you that, yeah, I didn't go to no big school. I went to Davidson. That's true. You know, and look at me now. I'm a two-time world champion. I'm a three-point shooting champion, and— Yes, he is skillful, but he relies on his jump shot. But see, I don't want to say he, he that I think that's his calling card, Jason, but I think even as you're saying he's skillful, I think you're downplaying it to some degree because Steph Curry, besides Kyrie Irving, is and as Tony Parker has gotten older, is probably the best finishing point guard in the league outside of yeah, he, when he gets to the he, rack he, he, and it's yeah. slow too. It's like, how did he get by you? He makes his layups, and I'm talking about uh, tough shots. Tough shots. I, I wouldn't I mean, you say can't, the you best because I mean, like, forget John, I, don't forget about John Wall. If I got to compare him to John Wall and Russell Westbrook, but, but they're, they're not skillful. They're That's pure. You don't, wait, wait, you don't think John Wall skillful? Not in terms of not, Steph got him on that. It's it, the, it's, it's like it's like how does wow. Steph? No, no, real talk. Steph, come on, gotta, John Wall. John Wall can three sixty windmill if he feels you gotta, like you gotta it. Steph can't that do that. Yeah. What I'm Steph saying is that. when he gets to the basket, his ability to finish left, right, as opposed to overpower you or out jump you. Okay, is, there, I, got you. I, I think I get what you're saying. It's like where the thing the the thing that Steph Curry lacks in physical gifts, like natural what comes to John Wall, what Russell Westbrook can do in his sleep. What Derrick Rose used to be able to do in his sleep. Exactly. Those things don't necessarily come natural to Steph Curry. Steph Curry actually works on him. He's actually just... Steph Curry is the... You see the work. Culmination of what I was talking about with John Stockton with less athleticism because it takes... It takes that type of dedication in terms of being in a league full of athletes to say 
I'm going to rely on my jumper because Steph Curry, guess, guess who Steph Curry was just like and not his players in China? Jimmer for that. They were the same exact college basketball player. Yeah. But no, Jimmer, Jimmer doesn't have the, the doesn't have the skill, skill set. But he in college, they were the same player. Right. No, they Jimmer, were. Jimmer was, Jimmer <laughs> was, Jimmer was that Sports dude. center every night. And but, guess but, what? But, Both but, of but, them got picked like number eight or ninth in the draft. They were the same player. Here's my thing. Yeah. Here's my thing. I think too much attention, though is being put on these stars right now. I'm talking about the league as a whole. See, because the argument that we always hear is that, you know, the basketball was better back then. But then when I started when I start talking to people, I'm like, yo, you know how many bum-ass dudes was in the league back then? Talk, I'm talking about trash. And then and, yeah, and they, you knew their names. Yeah. You knew their names. I'm talking about now, yo, you can go on some of these rosters. And you could go on some of these rosters and look down at some of these people and be like, like I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of somebody who who is a decent, okay like very okay player, but had he played in an older era, probably would have been, uh, probably would have done just fine. He would have been just like some of these okay. other guys. I gotta hear this because uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting well, there's now. two, there's two guys, there's two guys, okay, and they're on the same team. Okay, Chris Middleton and Tony Snell. See that? See that's the new type of that three and D game is different today. You see what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I, I hear what you're saying. They would have been fine in the old era. I just era. don't see I think I think they're better than and than the guy that got, you know, popularized or famous or he's the poster child for the end of Michael Jordan's career. I think he's better than Brian Russell. Thank you. Yeah. He's I mean, definitely he, better and, than that guy. And, and that guy so is so Oster tag. Like, so like, is Joel Anthony. Look, but I mean, look, look, we got like a Greg Oster tag. He did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Greg Oster tag, right? Meanwhile, then you go look at like Zaza Pachulia is ten times better than. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But he's the same fit. He's the when, same type of player. When you get to role players, that's when I start seeing that this generation really. I think they got it. I think they got the whole generation. I really do because a lot of these guys, like like Kyle Korver, is a role player. J.R. Smith is a role player. These guys are not the stars. These guys are not the stars. Had they been playing back then, they would be. Names people would know them like for real, for real. I don't know about Corver would be. I think Corver is Steve Kerr, so I don't. A I don't bigger think that, Steve Kerr. Yeah, but right. But J.R. Smith, I'm I'm trying to see where he would fit. Is he better than John Starks? Like, cause that's how, that's how I'm trying to get my mind. No, out. but the problem, no, the, the no. problem is, it, it, it's hard to sit here and try to. But we're just trying to categorize. When right, and I get what you're saying, but. It's hard because we've already established that the athleticism is 20 times better now than it was then. Because, But you ever seen that old guy in the YMCA with that game? That, like, I'm athletic yeah. as hell. And yeah. right now I'm out of shape. And if that old man get his, his, his little shot off the backboard or he it, do it, his it, little simple crossover dribble, I'm going to be in trouble. Right. But yeah, this, skill this, matters. But this is, this is the problem, though. The athleticism will take over. Because I can't think of anybody back in the day that would be able to keep up with Russell Westbrook when he gets the rebound and is 100 miles down the court. And that's fine because he's a freak. We can't even Le- – LeBron James, he's a freak too. We get that. Freaks are freaks. Just like nobody was going to keep up with Wilt, like he explained. Russell couldn't have kept up with Wilt. Wilt's still going to score 100 even if there's 10 Russes on the court. You understand? Because who's going to – what are they going to do? Are they going to out-jump him? Are they going to try to catch up? They're not going to do it. It's just not going to happen. So we, we – there were still good guys back then. That's why I brought up the, the. That's why I brought up Grant. That's why I brought up Jordan. Obviously, that's why I brought up Don Wilkins. You know, Camp. You know, they, they, there was athletic guys back then. This is not. This isn't the advent of athleticism. It was always there. It was always there. There's more flash. 
We 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 mm. see people doing more savagery on people, trying to dunk dunk <laughs> on people's grandchildren and stuff. Yeah. We see that now. <laughs> we see that now, but it's not like like I can't I can't say with a straight face that you know T Mac as athletic as athletic but how as he far was, back are we going? could jump better than the well, I'm not going to the fifties and stuff. I know. No, 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 but I'm saying you brought up T Mac. The golden era. The golden era. T Mac is not in the same era he's as, at the as, end of the he's is, at the, is, that's is, why I brought him I was, as a John Stockton though. Like T Mac is the advent of this. Correct, but I was talking about T Mac versus Jordan just now. Okay. I was just gonna say that as athletic as T Mac is, I don't think I think Jordan jumped higher than T Mac. I mean, I think that they're they're in the same ballpark. You, me too, me yeah. too. But remember, but Jordan is smaller than him. If you're going to go into, but then then you would have to bring up Vince Carter then, because I mean that would be the same. Vince Carter is a is a, is a freak. The, you, you can't. That's why we got to talk about the, the like the regular guys, because the freaks are the freaks. They would have been good anytime. So you, yeah, you're but, talking I mean, about like who's Eric Bledsoe in that era? Is that what you're saying? Real talk, real talk. Thank you. Because uh, Patrick we got, Beverly. No. It, yeah, who's okay. Patrick? Be- Patrick Beverly? Well, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Anthony Carter, maybe. Yeah. yeah. From from the yeah. Heat, maybe you know. So I yeah. mean, it's the same. Derek Collison would be like a what's that guy? Um, um, uh, Blaylock. Who? Yeah, Mookie, Mookie, Mookie uh, Blaylock. Oh. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like like these I guys. These guys had counterparts. Way off. These guys had counterparts. You know. Zaza Pachulia would be like Vladdy. Yeah, but yeah, there was. Yeah, I can see that. But don't sleep though. The thing is though, in the other era, there was still those other guys, the journeymen who were really solid. Like for example, Robert Bonzi, Ori, Bonzi Wells, Robbie, Robert Ori, um, yeah. um, you know, Rasheed Wallace, Damon Stoudemire. Yeah, man, these Bonzi guys, Wells. yeah, these yeah. guys were solid. Pasha Stoyakovich. These guys are really freaking good too. So it's kind of like there's there's a little bit of counterparts there, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying when we go if you go into the Jordan era, like like when Detroit used to bust his ass and stuff like that back then. But is that really his era? I'm talking about from I'm just talking because about. See, like I think I think what happens is we, we got people going in and out of eras. Like okay. I, I feel like John Stockton and Tracy McGrady, I it's they're in different eras, but Jordan kinda was in he trans- was, yeah. He was in he was the in the beginning. Middle. He was in the middle. You know, like if we're gonna talk about players and stuff like that, even though but he you was know. the beginning of T Max era, more so. No, absolutely. But John Stockton was playing back in the eighties. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, Jordan did too. But my my whole point is, when we're talking about like when is Jordan's era? Is it when he was losing or when it, when he was winning? Because th- those are two different eras. Like when when Jordan was winning. Well, I guess you gotta give it to. I guess you gotta give it to, when he, give it to when he was winning. You gotta give it to when he was winning. And I feel like at that point in time. Basketball, we we like to call it the golden era, but no, it, I, it wasn't. I, I I find it hard, like especially like the Western Conference. Even though we had great Hall of Fame players over there, like let's say David Robinson, Hakeem Olajuwon, Carl mm-hmm, Malone, mm-hmm. like those teams, because we always get into the Jordan Lebron debate. Yeah. Those teams that Jordan beat wouldn't stand a chance against every team Lebron beat. Oh no! Oh no! The Golden Lakers, State, the Lakers, the were, Spurs, the Lakers were old. <laughs> um, the Lakers were old. The Sonics, the Sonics were not good enough. Utah was too old and slow. The only team that probably could have stood a chance was Phoenix when they had KJ, Tom Chambers, Charles Barkley, um, stuff like that. But that's why I'm lost saying too. They they lost too. But what I'm saying is my point is that, that Seattle, Seattle was good. Seattle was decent, but. 
after after Sean Kemp, yeah, I mean, you turn into Detlef Shrimp and Hersey Hawkins, but that can't keep up with. You forgot Gary Payton was on that team as well. Now, I was, oh, I was no, going, no, no, I, no, no, I was, I was saying he, after he went Kemp. from he went from top to bottom, so Kemp would be like under under, yeah, under Payton. Payton. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. So yeah. my my whole point is, does that does that keep up with Parker, Ginobili, Duncan, Kawhi? Nah, does that on, does that keep up even, with no. Curry, Clay, Not even Draymond, Durant? The only team that I see like kind of mimicking that, and I still think that team beats those teams is. Is the Dallas team that beat the Heat? That's mm-hmm. the only team that that those older teams. So my point is, I've, as much as people love that era because we grew up in it, I think that the the NBA was watered down at that point. I think there's a cognitive dissonance when it comes to this. I think that when you talk to people that were watching basketball or heavy heavy Jordan fans or whatever during that heyday, I think they look at it with a with a nostalgia and they 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 make it. They make it more than what it is because, like, right now I'm sitting there thinking in the back of my head. I'm like, I wish they would have played Houston. Yeah. Mike, why did you leave? I think they would have bust your ass. With them two years yeah, that Houston went in I'm between. Thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking of, like, all kinds of stuff. I'm like, man, like, who who are some of the – like, for example, we we remember Michael Petrus. You know, like, we remember mm-hmm. – you know you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, like, like uh, what's his name? Is it is it Chris Lee? What's his name? Lee? Courtney Lee, like yeah. the, like the Orlando team that that went to the finals that got that got whooped, but you know uh, uh, Courtney Lee, Rashad mm. Lewis was on. Yeah, the you know Jameer, like like these role players. Turkaloo. Turkey, thank you. These role you know, players. Turkaloo. Hey, hey, don't these don't, 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 don't players, not Turkaloo. <laughs> these role but, players but were, Dwight, were but Dwight Howard was Dwight Howard at that point. Though. Correct. Yeah, that was the real <laughs> that was the real Dwight Howard. But you know, say like Steve Francis, y'all mean like like Brandon Roy, like like I'm just talking mm. about like players that aren't going might not. You know, they're just good oh, players, not hey, like the greatest players. Brandon Roy was that that he was era's, that, that he was that dude until he got hurt. Exactly, he was that era's Derrick Rose. There's it's a lot like of up until you once you tore that knee, you 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 were never the same again. But, but there's but, so many in our era. Michael Red is another guy like that. You know, there's so many in our era. Tayshawn Prince was a solid player. Rip Hamilton was a solid player. Like, there's just so many. Where, where, how come when we talk about the the golden era, all we can ever talk about is the superstars? But that's well, that's what we remember. But you know what? At the end of it, where are you ranking? Because I feel like we went way somewhere else. So let's come on back because we we started with mellow and OKC yeah, lineup. Thank you for that. Cause so so, <laughs> what's your top five in the West right now? Your 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 top five seeds in in the West right now. In the West. In the oh, West. We, uh, Golden State still got it because they're already gelled. You okay. know that you're so gonna who, have to. So go- who's so who's number two? Okay, see. I'm going with Houston as my number. two. I'm going with Houston my number two. All right, who's number three? Then okay. it'd be between OKC, OKC or Houston. Yeah. All right, Spurs, number, number four. Spurs. So so the, the Spurs have now dropped to number four in both your yeah, minds. Yeah. Then I put well, Houston okay, four, and then I put Minnesota five as I always. Fair enough. Fair okay. Enough. All right. I'm just surprised that, you know, I mean, you know, I look at it at the end of the day, I'm never going to bet against Pop and the Spurs. I mean, they're just, they always find a way. And, and, and Marcus Aldridge is not what I thought he was. Well, you know what? You it, know, it's because he's say, happy. We are who they th- we thought they were. You know, he's, he's, I, I'm just thinking when I when I say Houston, like and I'm not saying it from like an emotional place at all. Like when I say Houston, I'm thinking of how many times Harden's going to the line. I'm thinking of how many less turnovers they're going to have with Chris Paul handling the ball. I'm thinking about, you know, you think how, how does that work, though? 
What do you mean? Harden, Hardy can spot up. He's fine with that. And think about it. He could just get it and then go penetrate. The, no one goes to the line more than him. So if he's getting it off the – if he's getting – you know, I hope he hits and one so that Chris Paul can get his assist. I hope. I hope. And you understand that when Chris Paul plays with bigs, I don't know if you've ever noticed this throughout his career. He's been – he's made a living off of making people important that really were not important, like Tyson Chandler and, and, and even DeAndre – even DeAndre Jordan, like but household they, but names. But they were athletic, though. You're right. That's fine. Capella's and not. Capella can't catch alleys, bro? He's not DeAndre but, Jordan or Tyson Chandler. He's neither one know, of those guys. You know guys. what's funny? Like, I, I, and I can't remember right. it exactly, <laughs> but I saw this meme about Chris Paul. And it was every time he leaves or goes to, to somewhere, to it's like some sort of devastation happens. Like, yeah, it's always a plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, it Are could be because the shot is wet. But anyway, so. Huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. So we, we got that. So then. Then let, let's 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 go into to Wade joining the Cavs. Yeah. Where, where do we see? How do we how do we feel about that? Miami Cavaliers. Man, shut up. <laughs> I, how do I feel about? It? I feel I feel like with Wade, you get you get a solid you you get a solid mid range presence. You get you get some an attacking attacking guard who is gonna put pressure on the defense. More people are open again. Now, literally, when you look at that lineup, you have like you can't leave anybody open. Well, you can leave Tristan Thompson open, I guess. Take him off the court. Put Corver on the court. Yeah, you can't and put Kevin Love at yeah. the five. We can play small. You can't leave I'm anybody. I'm saying we open. now. You hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I hear. I was wrong with you, man. Miami, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. What's going on? I just Miami think I think the lineup. Baby. I think the lineup is serious. I think the lineup is serious. Um, and also Wade play. Wade is a two way player. So they're gonna get better defense from Wade than they were gonna get from Jared. You know, you know, you know. It's funny. Golden State wanted Shump? Wade. Wanted yeah, Wade. I, I know. Where's Shump? Where's Shump? I don't know. Still, they might have to get rid of him. He's still on team. Uh, they're gonna have to get rid of someone because right now they have 16 guaranteed contracts. Yeah, they have to drop. So they, they have to get rid of someone, and I know they've been under the table trying to shop him. Over the summer, man, this was, get rid of Shump and so, Kevin Love in a pick and man. go get DeAndre Cuz DeAndre. Oh, uh, Demarcus, Demarcus Cuz. Yeah, that would be. They would need. They kind of need. They're, they're small at the but, five. They're small at the five, and that that that's something that KD, McGee, all those guys can somewhat exploit a little bit in the finals. Is that they're small in the five. They can. They're gonna be able to exploit that. Because Kevin Love is trash. Yeah, which is hands not, down. He's not trash. He's not trash. trash. He plays. Trash he's what you need them. to take out on Tuesdays and Fridays. Oh my oh, gosh! Wow, that was so, intense. Put it like that. <laughs> put it like that. What about our Miami listeners? Does everybody take the trash down to the front? Because I know it's a problem. We're, 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 we're talking about. Mine's on Monday. Bay County is Tuesdays and, and Fridays. Oh, okay. I thought it was just a broad thing. Oh, okay. okay. No. But um, no. Nah, real talk. Like I'm still a Wade fan. You know, I hate that of all the teams. That's where he went. But you this know, it's Pat Riley's fault. I want people just like I want people to understand but you know what? that no, this no, whole no. thing is Look. Donald Trump's fault. This, we we got to go back to the root of it. <laughs> but no, real talk. This is Pat's I feel, fault. I feel Wade weighed his options. He obviously said he wanted to play with a contender. Now, like I said, Golden State came knocking, but he wouldn't get any kind of time there in Golden State. It would just I be another say no time. Nah, this is he's going to be fighting for time. I mean, he's going to be a six man, bro. And I, you know what? Coming I from where he's come from, you want to be the sixth man? No, I'm just saying. But he said fighting for time. That makes you. But no, like I think be he is because rider. not not necessarily a bench rider, but he may not get. He may if he went to Golden State. I could only see him getting maybe 15 minutes a night. Damn, Jason. Who because because 
is. No, it's it's not who he is. Who it's he the is. It's the rotation who they have on that team already. Look at all the guards on that team. You're gonna still have to fit in Sean Livingston. You're gonna still have to fit in Swaggy P. You still gotta bring in Iguodala. You still have all these other players I mean, that you're gonna have I to mean, fit I in. Iguodala's the only. I don't hear no lies. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear no lies here though, man. I don't hear no lies what he's saying. So, on, so that, my thing that is, team already has a rhythm. They're not gonna right. mess it up. So, and then I look at, I look at, wait, hold on, you make that face while you. But then I look at, I look at even the Heat. Disrespect here. I wanted him to come back to the Heat so bad. But then I look so at you did the same thing. Wait, there hold too? on, hold on. Let you zip it. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, Steven with the Heat, like. looked at the situation like this: If I come back to Miami and I have to come off the bench right now, does it tarnish my legacy any bit? I don't want to put the Miami Heat in the situation that they just paid Deion Waiters all this money. They just picked up Tyler Johnson's contract for all this money. They just, they pay just paid Josh Richardson all this money. And they you all still, play the same position. Right. And you still have Drogic. You have Ellington. You mean, I mean, obviously he would get more time over Ellington. But what I'm saying is you have all these guards. And I feel like that was a situation where he didn't want to come in and be a distraction. I feel at the end of the day, he's going to come back to Miami, play one more season and retire. Yeah. But I think right now he wanted to go somewhere where he could be special. Right. And you know and, beating Golden State is special. But he, he also wants he also wants to play with his buddy. And that's what and that's why I feel like at the end of the day, next season, like I've been saying, don't be surprised if the banana boat crew all, all find a team that will take them. Don't but, be surprised. I'm just I'm just saying though, do we agree with that? Like I was having this argument and my dad finally came to his senses, right? I don't think any team in any era would you just put them on the court and they're they're gonna just beat this this team in like six games? Like uh, I'm talking about Golden State. Yeah, correct. Like it doesn't it's, gonna, it's gonna take seven it's gonna, games. It's gonna take special individuals with special talent to to really get it done. Like like and luck. Do do we think the okay? But, do we think the Bulls? Know, do we think the Bulls of the '90s or the Lakers of the '80s just comes on the court and just? Does way just lays people, waste. People, I know people are gonna hate to me the 2017 I, uh, I or the think, 2016, whatever year we want to call it. Uh, Golden State Warriors. I, I know people are gonna hate me for this, but like, yo, Golden State would have cooked the Bulls, yo. Like, I don't even know why this is even like who Ron Harper guarding Steph Curry. Yeah. Oh, he is. No, no, he no. is. He's Ron, not gonna do a good job, man. From where? He is? He's, the, what is he going to do? He's going to put some tight D on him? What's he going to do? So, so Curry can't pass now? And then, look, if you just look position to position, it, I'm not saying – I'm not saying – It get real – you got to remember, Chicago was a very defensive from the one to the four. They, they had – Kevin sucked. Durant is going to we sauce them. We went back to the golden era yeah. conversation yeah. again. Yeah, we, like, we, you, you can't fine. get away from no, like, no, even Like, y'all just keep going right back we're to trying where to came give, from. We're trying to give Golden State some props. I'm, it, just, I'm just asking a simple question about the team, like straight up and down, because this, this argument comes up a lot. Do we think that this team would have been destroyed by the teams of yesteryear, the great teams, the 86 no, Celtics, no. the 96 Bulls? It's the most stacked team in history. You know what you sound like right now? What? You sound like me when I brought up uh, the Seattle Seahawks in their secondary. Like how, how so, Legion of Boom. Yeah, and I was so like, I had I mean, so much I, conviction I in my about heart it. about it. I mean, but I've been thinking about it for so long. Like they are. Like no, no, no. But but it sounds crazy. Yeah. But it's the truth. Yeah, it's, it, it sounds crazy today. It won't sound crazy ten years from now. Right, and that's what I'm saying. It sounded crazy when I said it about Seattle. So yeah, you was like until I looked it up and, and you like, thought about it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's the same thing. 
So obviously Jason is over here disagreeing. How do you feel about what? Golden State? Why are we? we Just we're, answer we're the question, Jason. Well, because that's what, show. because that's why all this is happening. We keep if going not, in circles. Not, this, this, that's why all of this We've already established that. We've already established that there's more athleticism no. in the league right now, and a Golden why, State why? team right now, the the reigning NBA champions. I think they would run circles around most of those teams in the past. That's all you had to say. You didn't have to, you know. I thought we established not, most of this. But they're not more athletic than most of those teams. Thirty minutes ago, they're not, so they're not you, more athletic you, than most of those you, teams. You don't think so? No. What? what? No, they're not more what? athletic what? than all those other teams. They're not. They're not more athletic than 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 Jordan and Pippen. Those guys aren't athletic now. All of a sudden, do, do you need to go watch footage again? Those guys were freaks. Those guys no, would no, dunk no, no. on everybody. But that's, that's, that's where had, it stops, though, Chris. But, that's where it stops. But that's where the athleticism stops. Some of the slashing. No, no, you, you gave me two really players. Not really, because because Dennis Rodman wasn't. Yeah, Dennis he wasn't Rodman was an immobile big man. I mean, he but, had to be athletic, bro. He was the smallest freaking <laughs> rebound leader ever. Like the guys. No, 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 no. Listen, the the question became era, slow, fast, athletic, skilled, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about the Chicago Bulls, you don't think about athleticism. I do. I don't. I, I definitely. Know. Whenever I think of Michael Jordan, I think of athleticism. So if, if it, but no, so you think but, that but, when you think about Paxson and Kerr and right. Tony Armstrong, listen, listen, you're right. Bill Cartwright, you're you're Horace right. Grant. No, I don't think of that. But I don't think about that with Zaza either. I don't think about that. I do think about that with. You don't him. think about that with Draymond. You don't think about that with Kevin Durant. You don't think about that with Curry. Yes, but you those don't think guys, about that with Iguodala. Listen, man. Sean Livingston Whoa. as well. Guys. No, don't forget about him. Guys, those, Before the ACL with Sean Livingston, like, yo. Yo, it wasn't fair when the Bulls would play, guys. Those guys would those guys were booming on people left and right, man. But then it goes then it goes back. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to do this, ladies and gentlemen. But then it goes back to the conversation we had 30 minutes ago. <laughs> the same the same thing. You're you're talking about they were booming then. Could they do it now? Those guys can. I don't know. That 96-97 Bulls team probably could. They could, man. That, 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 that team, team that, could, but could they beat the team we're talking about? Right. That, 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 that 96-97 Bulls could not gonna beat the be Philadelphia the, 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. They're not going to beat them because of the shooting. They're not, but but in terms of the athleticism, they'd be able to go to toe-to-toe with if they guys. If they could force them to play that, like you said, that old man YMCA game, if they could force that yeah, they'd beat them. on them – they, they, but, but the they, that series could go at least six games. I can see that series going. The three point shot change. Do you understand that? That that we got men. They have four over. of the top three point shooting. I mean, three point shooters in the league in terms of percentage on one team. That's why they're so good. And they play For, defense. People forget that. They of course, they, yeah, they play great defense. People they play phenomenal that. defense and, and 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 team defense. They play phenomenal team defense. Clay is a, is a pretty good. Clay and Draymond. Everyone else feeds off of them. I think Kevin Durant has become a good defensive player. Uh, he That's guarded, you don't like Kevin Durant, so it's not why. Man. Uh, that is why uh, you because why? you're a LeBron Cause, lover. Cause at, no, you're a LeBron no, lover. So no, 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 no. Durant, you, so know who plays good you know who plays good who D? Who plays good D? Giannis, uh, Giannis, <laughs> whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> he plays real good D. Kawhi Leonard plays. Kawhi good Leonard. Good. Kevin Durant is not those guys. Nobody said he was. Kevin Durant exactly. is Kevin Durant is You're a talking about all, 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 all world. dude who doesn't have to guard the best player on any team and just hangs around and plays free safety trying to block shots. That's what don't do Draymond does yeah, too. But, but, don't, but, don't. but he's a good defender. It, on, when, when he was on OKC, on, he was on. slipping. He, he was slipping. Let me ask you a question. When he was on KC, he was slipping. Let me ask you a question. Is is Hassan Whiteside a good defensive player? I would consider he is. He's, yes. a, he's a paint protector. 
but but do you realize that on the ball? He, did yes, because did, did you did, did you did you see what uh, Valachonis did to him okay. the year that Toronto won that series? Like how he destroyed him. But off the ball, he's, he's the best in the league yeah. by by miles. Okay. The closest thing to him is a uh, Anthony Davis, right? Okay. But you would consider him a good defense player. You would, would you consider Kevin Durant an elite defender? Nobody ever said. I said he's a good defensive player. Chris, and you got and, all and in you your went, feelings. And you went so you far. All in your you feelings. had to go so extreme. Yeah, because I can think best. of so many people better than him. But you thought about the best, Chris. You're he, talking about the best at the position. I said even, he was good. I don't even think he's ten, top ten. At his position, Chris? I really don't. Not defensively. So tell me right now, as quickly as you can, because we got to move on. Five small fours that play better defense than Kevin Durant. Do, do they have to be small fours? Can it be power fours no, too? No, small fours. Small fours. That's the position, position he plays. plays. Okay, fine. Obviously, LeBron plays better defense. Well, of course, than him. Okay. we were gonna say Wait, him. But do you know, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you know number that. two, Giannis plays better okay, defense than him. That's fine. Um, so Kawhi, Kawhi, go to Kawhi. Kawhi of course, Kawhi all right. Plays. Kawhi I can definitely. give you two other people, but I'm not gonna give them to you. And no, after you, that, it stops. Well, you can give me two other people. Jimmy Butler and Paul George, and it stops. Now you find somebody else for me, and we have a real conversation. Other people on the league that can do it, that play better, that play de- better defense, defense than, than Kevin Durant. Durant at the three. At the three. That I would say I want to put him on the guy, and all those other people are non-existent. LeBron doesn't exist. Giannis doesn't exist. Butler, George, the thing is, the thing and is, the, Kawhi. The I can't. Guys, I can't use the them. guys I'm thinking of play different positions though. But Jabari you? Parker plays better defense than him. No, he no, doesn't. Get out of here, Chris. Where? Hey, when? Show's over. Parker, Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Parker don't play, Chris Parker don't play better defense. We got to take him to the hospital. When is Jabari Parker, Parker, Parker don't play better, better defender? Well, because he's been hurt, so now the man can't play D. Oh my gosh. Chris, I'm starting Yo. to think you're a, uh, a Kevin Durant hater. I'm not like, a Kevin you Durant. You are. You <laughs> are. Talk, talk, talk. Dude, you said Jabari Parker plays better <laughs> defense than Kevin Durant. Durant. He does. Okay, give me somebody else, Chris. Give me somebody. Give me somebody else. Please. He's I'm, just throwing out names now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just, give me somebody else. The guys I'm thinking of play multiple positions. Yo, so say another name then. Go ahead. <laughs> Jay Crowder plays better defense. Okay, than but he's not. A, okay, <laughs> he doesn't. He does. Okay, Chris, but. God damn. He does. He does. He does. But but guess what? <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. I know you're laughing, but I mean, okay. He does. Give me somebody else, Chris. Okay. You <laughs> said you got ten I, people. That's six, and you stretching, bro. I know. He really stretching. Well, no, because really. The guy, this guy, this guy. Wait, well, you actually giving up the Jabari Parker one? No, no, no. That's why I said he got oh, six. Okay. I already named. Oh, so I already gave him the five. We got. We already got the five. George Leonard. James, but you're saying I have Giannis. to say threes when when. But that's the position he plays. That's just almost like saying, you know what? They're, they're better defenders out there. And I say Chris Paul plays point guard, and you say, oh, what well, Hassan Whiteside's yeah, a better defensive player. I wouldn't player. go that far though. But that's but Chris, but that's what it's we're like talking. I can't say Carl Anthony Towns because he plays four and five. But that's the point. Is he? A, we, we didn't say great. I didn't say he would be a first team All Defense, second team All. I just said he was a good defender, and you exploded. So I give me ten people. That that would obviously oh, be man just great. Does not like Kevin Durant. They would That's be great. Like they would be period. great to good defenders, better than Kevin Durant. And you and you have six, and now you're thinking about other positions. So you're telling me there's only seven to ten good defenders in the NBA that play small forward. If you're saying Kevin Durant's not no, good. No, the, the other guys I'm saying are like, like that's all they do is they play defense. That's fine. Where are they? Tell me, where's Bruce Bowen? I, where is he? He's retired. So give me him now because you said there are ten better. Okay, uh, Barnes plays better defense than him. Who? Bar- Matt Barnes. Who? Harrison okay. Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Mm. Okay. Both of them. Okay. Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes don't play better defense than KD. He do. He does he do. play better defense. He, he does. But he's old and like it's, yeah, it matters he is old. now. He is I mean, old. He is old. No, you're right. He is old. I mean, if we're, going, old. If we're going as far as he doesn't have to necessarily. 
play better than KD, nope. just play better defense. It's only the rest. Justice Winslow's in that conversation. Okay. <laughs> They're not? I, I said yes, Chris. I'm just saying. We, we, but Matt Barnes is almost like <laughs> correct. 35 yeah. now. Correct. His defense isn't what it used to be. The, the, what's the guy? Mbaba Mute plays better defense than him. God damn. Well, we going now. Right. Yeah, Tra- right. Trevor Ariza plays better defense. Okay, than we're getting there. Um, who else? But I'm, would you put Trevor Ariza on a four? You could put KD on a four. You could so, put so, KD so on the four. versatility I think, might. I think K- I think Trevor does though. Sometimes they drop him there. He's too small. He is, but they drop him there. They Jason do- is like, well, but go ahead. They don't. I, I, I want to entertain this because this is interesting to me. They don't. Why hey, you, you don't? might as well say Kevin Love too. I wanted to say AD, but y'all can't. I can't say no, AD. That, yeah, of course he's can. a four. <laughs> but he, but he, but he can play. He plays. He plays like a point because guard. Because I, I feel like you, 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 you're stretching to make your point. He because, is because he's if, throwing out some ridiculous names right now. I, I really not. I don't think I, I've I agree with Chris, but it's funny that we're going to bench players now. To we got to. We but, were just talking about. But I think defense. that's a, that, that's those the point. bench players ain't better than LeBron on defense. But that's not the conversation not we have. Why do you have to give LeBron credit when you talk about KD? <laughs> he he doesn't like KD. That's the problem. He well, I do not, not like KD. KD. I do not like KD. You do not like, you clearly I just do not don't like wanna, KD. I'm not going to say KD's good defensively because he had a good defensive year when he played on that team. Because when we were when he was playing on OKC, people were always talking about how he was getting abused or he was always getting pushed around and so on and so forth. He's too skinny. He's too small. He gets on this team. He gets an easy route. He gets to block people all day long because other people are guarding them and so on and so forth. And he won an NBA championship over the person you like more. That's Sorry cool. for you. Well, taking. I don't know. I, I mean, because I, I kind of see where Chris was going. I mean, there are players that come off the bench who play better defense, overall better player. Not, not even, even close. close. But this past year, KD did prove he's a good. Not great, not elite, not on the level of I wish a we could roll it back. LeBron and was, James. And or, what was good about it? The blocks. The defense itself, Chris, it was the blocks, right? It was the blocks. What I, do you mean? He he played on the you ball defense. Say, Yo, get be, out your be, feelings. Because of the team defense that that the Golden State plays, he showed a lot more tenacity than he did back in OKC. In OKC, it's like. Okay, this is my guy. We're gonna play a lot of man, and I'm gonna try to hold him, and I'm gonna do my best at that. I just can't. T- I can't take that. I can't take that. You can't. Can't put me on a stacked team, and I don't. I never have to guard the best players ever. I never have to guard. When does he ever have to? They usually put it on Draymond or Clay. Those are their responsibilities on that team. And so you, you know, Kevin Durant covered Kyrie a few times in that finals off of switches. It was what difference does it make? He had to defend him, and he did. Man, all right. Well, and he that, did. But that's a different argument, right. Jason. I understand what he's saying. But 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 this is why, and I'm with Chris on this, I could never say Kevin Durant is better than LeBron James. And still, even after they won this championship, because LeBron is forced to guard the best player, and he's still the best defender on his team. And you can never say that about Kevin Durant. So I, I understand. That's that's the point you're trying to make in that's all of this. That's the only reason why we're crazy. And, and, all right, y'all, He's still a good defender. Right, that's fair enough. Whatever. That, that's all I'm saying. I, I understand fine. where you want to go <laughs> with fine. it. That's fine. And because LeBron has so much responsibility, he has to guard the best player. He has to score. He has to rebound. He has to assist. Nobody is taking on the responsibility. But at the same time, that does not negate the fact that Kevin Durant has come around to be a solid defender. Is it going to be a rematch or is somebody going to knock these guys out? I could see... I, I could see Houston. It's gonna actually be it's gonna be OKC and in Cleveland in the finals this year. I don't, I don't know about that part. I and mean, you know what? And you know what? 
that will be a gangster freaking finals because it'll be Carmelo's chance to beat LeBron. I don't think it'll be so, that. I, I, I feel it's either going to be a four P. It would be the fourth time they're going to play, yeah, right? Damn, that'd be a lot. Yeah. Or or it's going to be rivalry. Or it's going to be Golden State Boston. Oh, you so think no, so? You see, you see Boston coming out the East. I Boston, see, I see, I see Boston having the potential to come out the East. Even, even now with Wade. Even even God. with the addition of Wade. I still feel like Boston. I feel like you acting like Chris right now. I, I feel like I feel like up. Boston could uh, could definitely the, the, come the, out. The Dwayne Wade hate that you look, used to have is love. Jason, look, what's look. going on? Listen, listen. As a Heat fan, every Heat fan feels it. Okay, it's like we looking at Dwayne Wade as the one that got away. We looking at Pat Riley as our daddy who wouldn't just let us be together and be happy. And it's just, it's it's hard to process this right now because she's with the dude that she used to call bro back when we was together. It's like, it just, I don't like it. I love it. I <laughs> but love you know it. what, you know, and I, I hope that people aren't out there thinking like, you know, Wade is ring burning, chasing or anything like that. Dishes. I mean, for what? No, For we what? fell with the fans. We don't, we don't burn jerseys. We I mean, there, there were team. there were stupid people that were burning jerseys when he left and went to Chicago. But I mean, did that happen? Yeah, yeah, it, it, happened. it happened. There were people. There were people that did it. Well, they just wanted to be ignorant for no reason. I want to slot this. I ain't but, burn but my no jersey because I still collect the paycheck for a living. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I look at it like this. At the end of the day, I don't hate him for going. You know, I, I feel like he wanted to make sure he put himself to be able to compete at the highest level. And as much as I love the Heat, I don't think they're there yet. I think this year they're top four in the East. I would think they're the top four in the East, five at at the most. And I just don't feel like they're ready to get over that hump yet. And I I feel like that's why. Because LeBron's still playing. Well, and then you got to deal with Boston. Because, I mean, if you if you really break down the East, after Cleveland and Boston, whichever way you want to put them, one and two, two and one, however you want to look at it, after that, it's a free for all. I mean, I, I think Milwaukee's going to settle at like three or four somewhere. Yeah, Washington's gonna, somewhere. And Washington's going to settle in there too. I, mean, I don't do that. Toronto. Toronto's up there somewhere too. Toronto, Toronto is so finicky. All these teams are are finicky though. I don't. I don't think Milwaukee's finicky. I think Milwaukee is like. But think about it. Milwaukee two years ago was like the number five or six seed, and then the next year they didn't even make the playoffs because Jabari Parker was hurt. And they didn't have the emergency. Yeah, Jabari Parker's hurt every year. But what I'm trying to tell you, uh, it's that good defense. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> and now they got Brogdon and like people. To, hey, I'm telling y'all. Nah, nah, his nah. Name? Thon Mil- Maker Milwaukee's is, is nice. The truth, Milwaukee's bro. Like, I always. I, you said four. Four is kind. Of, I feel like four is kind of high for them. But I mean, it's all good. Who's I, gonna be? Who's gonna be better after, after Toronto? Toronto and Toronto and um and the Wizards are better than the Miami Heat. I'm not trying to be. Like, no, no, I'm not talking about the Heat. I'm talking about. Milwaukee. Oh, oh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee might be fourth, third or fourth. I, I don't yeah. think so. I think at the end of the day, Milwaukee's gonna probably be about like seventh or eighth when a playoff start. Okay, oh, wait, 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 wait. So that means, so that means you're you're, you're waiting for the Sixers to take their spot. The Sixers to take what spot? The last Somebody spot. Somebody's spot. The, so six, the Sixers. The Sixers, Sixers are gonna be sitting the there. No, the Sixers aren't making the playoffs. Oh damn. So, but the I'm Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Is that asking, what we're talking about? No Sixers. No, they're 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 at the bottom. The one that had an Instagram video where nobody made a shot. Did you see that? I saw that. They're at the bottom. They're at the bottom of the barrel still with the Brooklyn Nets. They're they're better than the Brooklyn Nets, but they're they're still at the bottom of the. Are they better than the Orlando Magic? Than the Orlando Magic, yes. The uh, 
Detroit Pistons? No. The Pacers? No. No. What? I think the Pacers are going to be. Pacers done lost their thunder. Who they got? Yeah, I think, Pacers, Pacers going to be terrible. I think the, the Pacers will be. I don't think they'll be terrible. I think they'll be decent. Be. They're not going to be. They're not going to be a playoff team. But so they'll be. They'll be. They'll be better so than. So then, the who's making? Then who's making Milwaukee seven? That's what's confusing me now. All right, so let's go. You got Cleveland, Boston. They can do what you just did with the defender. Oh, no, no, no. Cle- Cle- yeah, that's way easier. Look, you're you're look, hold on. giving me the hard question. <laughs> Here you go, Cleveland, <laughs> Boston. Mm-hmm. We go Toronto somewhere in there. Miami. So we're at four, right? And then Washington. Washington. You're stuck now. Why am I stuck? No, let him talk. Let me, thank you. I feel like the Bulls will be somewhere in there with their youth. They're gonna they're gonna Damn, have a chance. The Bulls? <laughs> Look, the, Boy, bull, the bulls. Yo, did you see the Twitter feed when it was the, talking about when it was posting look, pictures of them on media day? So, and they was asking people, "Who's that? Who's look, this?" Like, the like bulls, <laughs> the bulls. The bulls will have the youth on their side, oh. and I think with the with the weak. East, why did Why did they just get rid of Dwayne Wade? Let's. Can we talk about that? Well, they got rid of him because he. It's, they a, just, it's called a rebuild, Jason. But, but you you act like the players that they got for Jimmy Butler are are trash. Zach Levine. You, you you think Zach Levine's trash? No, but he's not gonna do anything. And Chris Dunn? I feel like they're uh, we're talking about in a weak East. But you're saying this team is better than Milwaukee. That that's what's confusing me. Oh, I was just talking. Oh, oh, we're going, oh teams. Okay, ahead of okay. Okay, let me let me let me go back then. All right. Okay. You're in the, okay. You're in the Chris argument now. No, no, no. no all right. You're in this Char- Charlotte is better than Milwaukee. Oh, we forgot about Charlotte. Charlotte is better. Charlotte's oh, no, better. Not better, than, not better than Milwaukee. Charlotte's, but they're good. Charlotte's Charlotte's better than Milwaukee. They could be better. They could be. We don't you're know. Done now, Jason. It's over with. Well, that that puts Milwaukee in seven. That puts them at six. You gotta you gotta count. I just gave you. Did yeah, I, I didn't give yeah, you? you got, yeah, the Bulls don't count. So well, all right. So yeah. Cleveland. Boston, uh-huh. Miami, Toronto, uh-huh. Washington, and Charlotte. Charlotte at and that, six. Uh-huh. So then that puts Milwaukee at seven, like I just said. Miami's not better than Milwaukee. First Miami is better than Milwaukee. So why didn't they make the playoffs this year? What do you mean? We had injuries we dealt with. We had one with Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters got hurt. Jabari Parker was hurt. So what are you saying? Jabari Parker's always hurt. Okay, but so no, that's my whole point. Going into the playoffs, I, 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 wasn't, but, to, uh, wasn't Hassan Whiteside coming off an injury? He wasn't 100% going into the playoffs. Exactly. Uh, I'm a Miami Heat fan. Not the playoffs because we missed the, no, the playoffs last no, year. No, you're not. What are you doing? You're, you're, you're whoever Cleveland is playing fan. <laughs> you're like, a Cavaliers like, fan just like, I like Chris you. over there. I'm not, just yo, a LeBron fan. I'm a LeBron fan. A KD LeBron, hater. LeBron, no, I'm not a KD hater. I'm not a KD hater. I am a KD realist. I'm not going to sit here and call this man Defensive Player of the Year because he's Nobody playing on Nobody called team. him that. Yo, y'all out here talking about he's a Nobody good, good said on defense a, all of a sudden just because the <laughs> man, the man don't got to guard nobody. The man can just block people. He is a – listen, he is a – he has a – what is it? 10-foot wingspan. <laughs> all right? Seven, Jesus six. Christ. I'm glad he I'm glad he finally got some blocks. <laughs> Wait, pause because that's the six. reason I like Hassan Whiteside on my team. That's what he does. He get blocks. I know, but Hassan does it on the team with no superstars. KD was doing it where everybody else was guarding everybody else. But you got to realize you're talking to two people that don't like Miami sports, really. <laughs> That's a lie. I, I mean, want Miami you, you to got, play good. You, you, you got it. Oh, you got, man. You that, just, I, I need to hear this because it's going to sound like a real good joke. I hope it's not a bad one. Go ahead. No, I'm done. That's <laughs> I'm done. Well, just, I'm so done. You know, just so you know, my 2K, my career, I'm on the heat. And I'm helping them when they. I think I'm like 33 and nine or something like that. I still ain't played 2K18. What position you play? Who you put small on the Small forward because I already knew that's what they needed. <laughs> Is it yep. a big upgrade from 2K17? You like, you like James Johnson? I like James Johnson. I like him too, and he plays off the bench because I'm nice. <laughs> 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 I 
That man, that man, that man paid the extra twenty bucks and got all them VC coins. Ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I do that. Hey, yo, hey, yo this is a, it's a business, man. It's a business. Be, be in my second year and already a ninety nine overall. Hey, boy. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, we gotta go because it's almost time, man. I know we got one more big important thing. Um, before we kind of wrap this particular topic up, because everybody said some stuff that made a lot of sense. Um. Do we? What are we settling for? Is it is it more competitive now than it was later, or it's was just it be- as competitive? So you're saying that it, you're saying anybody who's saying back then was better is tripping. Anybody who's saying right now is better was tripping. Basketball's been like it's been consistent. It's I, been growing. I think I think at the end of the day, it's it's progressively getting better. Bang. I think so. This is the most type I've ever been for an NBA season ever. And the reason why is the surrounding drama, but not the competitiveness. And that's what I'm trying to get across. Just because the players today are better doesn't mean it's more competitive. That just means the players are better. Okay. Well, the, the West will be competitive. The East, they're just going to play basketball. Yeah, the East is it. The East is definitely not compared to the West right now. So we, we don't think Washington's like a solid I basketball team. I mean, we, no, we, but I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not, no, I'm not saying they're not saying solid is, teams, but I'm just saying that when you're looking at all the superstars, for the most part, not all of them, but the majority of them are West. A lot of those games, because now you have a lot of these quote-unquote super teams that have been put together, it's gonna be, it's gonna make for it's a lot more competitive. What would the season series be against the Timberwolves and the Washington, the Washington Wizards? Two-two or one-one. You think it would be two-two? They would, they would split. You think they would split? Two-two in a, I don't. Uh, in a. Uh, I regular season, oh, they regular only played season twice. Or, or actual. They only, I'm they talking only, about regular season. I'm talking they about if they. Twice. I'm talking yeah, about so if they played. One. If they if they were in the same. If if the Wizards were on the West, you know how many. You know would they split series with with the with the Pelicans? Would they split series with with the? You understand like, and I'm not talking about Golden State. Forget Golden State. Forget the Spurs. Washington would be a six or a seven seed in the West. That's a huge statement, bro. Wow. So that, now you might as well put them at like a two seed. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they go, no, 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 no. That's no, a no. huge statement. It's not bro. a huge statement. So tell after we talked about those five teams, after the Timberwolves, tell me who in the West is definitively better than the Washington Wizards. Just flat out. Is no questions. All of you are thinking right now because you don't have an answer. If I would have said they were the two seed, you would have jumped on my ass so quick. Of Spurs. course. Of but course. because that's the truth. My point is you're saying it's a huge statement without thinking about what I'm saying. Nobody said anything yet. Memphis is definitively better than even that's even, an even that's a debate. Jason. Even it's debatable. That's debatable. No, bro. that's the only reason why I was saying because it, debatable. The Clippers not anymore. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. We, we don't know. Don't do that. We don't know. We don't know what that that guy from Europe is gonna be like. <laughs> the guy's name I can't pronounce. Right, right. Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing. You act like there's as many international players here that change the game. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, Gallinari uh, is nice. What, what? All I'm saying is that the East isn't as weak as people portray it. The West is just top heavy. That's that's all it is. So after you get to four or five, the East starts to. If you took Boston and put them in the West, they'd be the six seed too. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You took Toronto and put them in the West. They would be the sixth seed too. Yeah, maybe the seventh, maybe eighth, seventh or eighth. But again, is Portland beating Toronto like that? But the West even got some. I, I could see Portland if they were in the same. Though. If they were in the same 
Oh, man. Whoa. Portland. Portland? Portland is that much better than Toronto? It's not even. It's weird. When you play on the West for some weird reason, it's just the way you play. It's a style, too. It's a style of play like this. So, CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard are that much better than Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. There's no question that. That, Well, I'm not going to lie. Damian Lillard is that much better. No, no, no. Kyle Lowry is a very underrated player. But, no, the Toronto. Damian Lillard out of those four people is the best player. Toronto is gonna is gonna have an advantage due to the fact that Toronto is a balanced team on all positions. And that's so all I'm saying. That's so I understand what you're saying. Your point is fine. If you're bringing in Toronto into this conversation with Sergi Baca, Demar, you're, you're, it's different. Valachunas. It's I'm bringing, different. So that's, so that's all I'm saying. So it's different. I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the Wizards though. The Wizards also have a lot of balance. If you don't, if you Man. never, but but I feel like six seed, bro. Every single team in the East after Cavaliers, the Cavaliers would be a six seed in the West. Every, every team? Every team that we're we're complaining about can't play. The from from the two seed the Hornet, I mean the, 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 from the two seed to the seven seed would be a six seed in the West. All right, well, or could be. I like it. This is a hot take. It's a hot take. Right. And Milwaukee we, we, could be the six seed in the West. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. I'll mm. take it. I re- listen, I'm gonna respect his hot take. You know why? Because if we can't argue it, Portland? if we can't argue, no, but, but the West got the West got weird teams like Sacramento's a weird team. Like we don't know. There's so much we don't Chris know. Sacramento, Chris just killed the conversation. How? Chris was debatable. How? Chris was debatable before. How? No, come on. Come on. Cousins are very more. Don't know what they're gonna do. I think that's what makes it weird. Carter's gonna resurrect. That's what I'm saying. Vince Carter, Vince Carter will help bring his teams to the playoffs consistently. But he's like 40 now. He was still helping them. But he has to be like the man. I'm not I'm not relying on Vince. All I'm saying is all I'm saying is we don't know. Be nice, boy. All I'm saying is we don't know. We don't know what we don't know what Dallas is gonna do with with the, with, with the, you know Smith Jr. We don't know. It's not like when they were losing those games last year, they were getting blown out. They were losing games by five points, seven points, six points. Dallas now they have Milwaukee. new huh? Dallas is better than Milwaukee. We don't know yet. I think Milwaukee's better than but Dallas. But you know, you know, we can use. I think Milwaukee's. I think you're right, but I think mm-hmm. Milwaukee's better than Dallas. But I, what I'm saying is, when I look at when I look at Sacramento and I look at the 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 the, the freshmen, Ooh, the what guys, about the Lakers, the rookies that came in. That's what you're trying to say. Like we don't know. What Lakers I'm saying is the rookies. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is the rookies. We had a. Did we not have a strong draft this year? I'm with you, Chris. We had a strong draft this year, so it's it's up for debate now. It's kind of like up for debate back in '03 when we was like like all these young guys were like, oh, like. Like what are these guys gonna do? We gotta let them go and we gotta let them fail. Let them fail. They haven't failed yet. But they're gonna be eight seeds, like what LeBron That's and Carmelo did. But, but, but no, LeBron happened. didn't even make the playoffs his first year. And yes, he did. No, he didn't. His first year? No, he did not. Carmelo did. LeBron oh, yeah. didn't. And then thereafter, he's yeah. been doing yeah. this thing. But my, my only point is, again, let's let's stop trashing the East. It's just not top heavy. Okay. That's Fair it. enough. Man, it's, Fair enough. It's like the best teams in the All East. All I said was you just got East, most of the superstars. Just happen to be out west now. That's all I was I'm saying. The the big names is out west. Right. Great. So <laughs> what? <laughs> Since everybody has had their opinion, <laughs> you know, as we always say, everybody is entitled to their own set of opinions, but not their own set of facts. And I think it's very interesting that we've had somebody in a what we'd call America's pastime and in a white man's game, a guy named uh, I think his name is Bruce. I can't remember his last name. He he took a knee. Bruce Maxwell for the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I saw that. Took a knee, right? And so what I think is interesting is do we think somebody in the NBA will take a knee at some point? 
I'm about to get I, to the fact. I but. mean, we we've seen NBA players take even heavier stances, whether they're showing up to games wearing the "I Can't Breathe" T-shirt, the Miami Heat doing the tribute to Trayvon. I mean, we've seen we know NBA players are. But would they take that stance? As far as to take a knee, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in the NBA. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a whole team together. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. I okay. mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if they did something different as well. Okay, cool. Besides so, the, the, so, I'm, the, the so I'm going somewhere with this, and it's, it's interesting that this is, you know, this Donald Trump thing is, is a debate. Did you know on September 27th, 1987, that was the day the NFL went on strike? Really? 20 years ago. Wow. That's the fact of the day. And so where I'm going with that is, do we think 20 years later that these guys have the fortitude to stick together, as we keep saying as a black community, look, why do we want Cap to go back into such a divisive environment? Why do we want that for him? We should want for ourselves. Or there has to be drastic change in this league that that some people are boycotting because the NFL is in a really bad spot right now. You got white fans burning tickets. You got black fans semi-boycotting, boycotting, and they're in a tough spot to see which consumer is most important at this point. So at the end of the day, do we think, given that this has happened 20 years ago, that it's possible in 2020 that the NFL can go on strike? And if they do, I have a solution. I have a solution to their problem. Mm-hmm. The solution to the problem is start now. If you think that the things aren't going right, um, NFL, PA, whoever is the, the Chris Paul of the NFL right now, start putting some money away. Because the excuse is going to be um, Jeff Saturday, who used to be um, Peyton Manning center, used to be heavily involved in the NFLPA, used to say when they were going through collective bargaining, they were saying, get us back on the field. People would call his phone. Mm-hmm. And so it would force them to make a deal. It's because people would say, you know, we need, we got kids to feed. You know, we got livelihoods. I mean, we have lifestyles to take care of. And so what I'm saying is, do we think that this environment is creating a situation with Cap, with with Donald Trump, that it could be a possible situation where they strike in 2020. And if they do, put some money together. You guys put, if each player put up $180,000 right now, they would have a total of $334 million. And over a 12-month period, each player can get a $15,000 stipend. Simple solution. Okay. So if you don't get extravagant in terms of your lifestyle with your shoes and your clothes and your hose and all that, just take care of your regular bills. I, I know an NFL player right now that's that spends far less to live a pretty good lifestyle than 15 grand. Yeah. You could take care of yourself. So I'm starting to get to the point where I support them, but at the same time, if you if you want to give somebody help, the first thing you say to them is help yourself. Yeah. Fair enough. Amen to that, man. So that concludes another edition of Everybody Has an Opinion. We definitely want you guys to stay involved. You know, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, you know, Twitter, so on and so forth. Uh, what Twitter is like, EHO? Is that, is that EHO? I mean, you know, Jason's shouting out the, the president, so we, we got to yeah, ask man. him what we got going on. Yeah. on. What, what's our handle on it was like EHO hashtag, podcast? Hashtag EHO podcast. It, well, it can't be hashtag. I think that's what it is. Well, at. Yeah, no, nah, I think it got the Hold on, wait. I can double check it. Can't, it. Can't, I don't you know. can't put a hashtag. You can't put a hashtag in your Twitter name. I mean, I mean, you can't. Yeah, no, no. I tried. I tried. Yeah, yeah, oh, you can't, you can't, all right, can't, then, yeah. can't do that. 
can't do that. Anyways, so <laughs> you know, keep it locked, man. Every single week, and shout out to yopodcast.com yeah. for showing us so at much EHO love. Podcast. <sighs> Guys, Thank you. there it yeah, is. Audi. You.